1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
3: Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth, born into a brotherhood, and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one, and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs)
4: 4,010. <laughs> 4,010. Here we go.
5: I already know what he's going to say.
4: Since the Phillies were in the postseason, but who's counting? That is a big one, my friends. Welcome in, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Tuesday, October 4th. It is a day of note because last night the Philadelphia Phillies clinched a postseason berth for the first time since 2011. Good to see everybody. Good to see Derek Gun. Good to see Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis, hanging out with you. How we doing, fellas? Are We good?
5: Well, good. great now. Yeah, yeah. So that means you're not going to spend any portion of this tro- <laughs> show trying to get anybody fired. Um, you're uh... going to, you're not going to be beat red like the banners behind you when we talk about the Phillies. Um, let's see what else. What else? You are in your glory today.
4: I'm, I I thoroughly enjoy it. First of all, uh, Aaron Noel almost threw a perfect game. He was brilliant mm-hmm. last night. Okay, brilliant. Um, and, and I will say, I thought the celebration was awesome last night. I thought I they, they hit every right note with it. I thought it was handled perfectly. And, and by the way, momentarily, we're going to be talking to Tom McCarthy. Uh, who was the uh, who did an unbelievable job on the play-by-play and locker room interviews? But I just thought every every note was really hit well by the by the organization last night. And props to all the Phillies fans in Houston. I mean this this city travels like no other city. Absolutely ever. right. Not only right, right. were, were there were there a ton of Phillies fans in Houston. How about this, guys? There were <laughs> Sixers fans in Brooklyn last night booing Ben Simmons for yeah. a preseason. I, what did I tell you? Did I tell you that was going to happen? it's unbelievable man it is you know, unbelievable but you know, it's great
5: i tell you that i'm not surprised one bit i told you they take the train up to brooklyn
4: oh. to boom if they found out ben was playing in that game i'm Incredible. not surprised I me mean, think about it you have the phillies in the postseason now the eagles are four and oh atop a lot of these these power rankings that, that that are out there uh you have the sixers underway in the preseason you have the flyers underway it's a good time to be a philadelphia sports fan for sure guys
5: yeah, absolutely, considering I, I love listening to you, Barry, talk about the drought you went through when you were doing uh, your show uh, back in the day. Yeah, but, uh,
4: but so, rough sailing, man. Rough trying to generate sailing. something out of nothing. With Ryan me. Sandberg was the man. That's I mean, right, yeah. Bad uh, uh, and boring are a bad combination, uh, okay? Uh, and that was exactly what it was. It was bad and boring. Uh, you had the, the – the, the Sixers in the early days of the process, you had the Flyers, being the Flyers, and you had the Eagles at the tail end of Chip Kelly when it all kind of blew up.
0: Yeah, Not easy. Yeah, man. Yeah. None sure. of that was
4: taken into account by the uh by the bosses, but that's I don't get me started. Don't get me. Started. That's a whole other story. Enjoy the moment, Rob. You've I waited enjoying, a long time for this. Man, I am I'm telling you, man, I'm thoroughly enjoying uh it and it, it was great. It was a nice celebration last night and uh, it, it's to have playoff baseball like this weekend's going to be awesome. You could potentially have playoff baseball Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and an Eagles game in Arizona on Sunday as well. Maybe you have a Phillies game three with a, for all the marbles at one o'clock, and then an Eagles game at four o'clock in the desert against the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm something. in heaven,
5: man. Isn't that something? And you know, and that's and the wild card picture isn't quite over yet. I mean. The 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 Padres have one game up on the Phillies, but the Phillies still can move up to that second wild card spot. I don't want it. I want to stay where they are. I know you parties. do. Because you want to play St. Louis. If they um, moved it up to number two, who would they have to play? Likely yeah.
4: the Mets, because it, the Braves haven't officially clinched.
5: No, no, they did. Clinched, no, they haven't clinched. It. Not
4: yet. If they clinch the East, the Mets would be the number. You know, that would be the number, number one wild card right. team. Right. And okay. And the it. third. Yeah. So the way it would work is the. The third team in the wild card gets the, the the division winner with the worst record, which would be the Cardinals. If the Phillies move into that second spot, the second spot of the wild card gets the first wild card team, which would then be the ooh, Mets. Ooh, right? So ooh. that's that's where it's at, man. That's where it's at. Now, I, I if you could start out with Wheeler, who is hot now, after coming back off the injury, Nola, who yep. was painting. He was Picasso last night. You start off with those two against anybody, got a pretty good shot. I tell you what else, Rob. I might consider also.
5: Now I can't wait to hear our guest, uh, who's coming up's perspective on this. But I would move Eflin into a more prominent role. I like him in the bullpen. The D- guy. I, I said more prominent role. I didn't say start, I I but I would say in in a short series like this, he would not be my guy coming out of the bullpen in inning seven or eight. He'd be he'd be the first one out of that bullpen. He
4: could be the piggyback guy. Well, yes. listen, right. you know, that, the the a middle game. reliever. He'll be good at that. As, he's the been way excellent. he's pitching right now. He's been excellent in that role. Yeah. And, oh, and wow, he about, comes ooh. in for the close. Last night. He was dealing last night. What's okay. His- you, uh, we have our, our aforementioned guest is ready to rock and roll. Is I he, think he's still he sober. Ringing, he's still wringing out his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the champagne is still kind of dripping off. His <laughs> his Get gate. him off you, man. Get him off you, man. <laughs> um, that was truly like you had like sort of like the windbreaker uh, thingy with the baseball. Like, I don't think. Yeah. You,
5: you, you got it
6: in
4: your ear. I don't know how you pulled it
5: off. Man. <laughs> how many fingers am I holding up? Tom?
1: You got to turn it a little bit.
4: D-God. I
5: can't really
1: see. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny because, uh, my wife this morning, she said, well, how are you feeling? I said, I'm just tired. Cause we got back so late. And there wasn't really much open after the, the, uh, stadium. So we actually sat in the lobby for a while as a group and just kind of hung out. It was, it was pretty cool. I mean, just to, to enjoy the whole thing. Um, I, I still have the hat that I wore yesterday. It's the only thing I have left that I haven't sent to the cleaners, and I can smell it. It's like five feet away; I can still smell it.
4: <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. Like, what do you do with all that stuff? Like, you obviously I, ch- did you change out of what you were wearing during the broadcast, Tom? Like, what what was the? No,
1: I, that's what I was wearing during the broadcast. I okay. just put on the um, the pullover because it was it's like a raincoat, uh, and I grabbed the hat in the um, in the clubhouse, and I I sent everything uh, this morning as soon as I got up. I got up about seven o'clock uh, our time. Um, and just left it outside the door and it, it was gone. So uh, hopefully it'll be back later, not smelling really badly, because we're going to be on the road for a little while. So, Well,
4: I got to tell good. you, man, I, I, I thought you hit it. You, you nailed the, the final out. Yeah. Uh, you really did. Uh, well, thank and, you. And the, in the post, you know, clubhouse celebration interviews, kudos to the entire crew because you guys uh, with, with Michael, you know, heading it from the studio and you on site there, your son on the field, which had to be so unbelievably cool. cool for you. Yeah, um, that was
1: cool. I, yeah. I didn't realize how cool that was going to be, Robin, because I, I sent it to him and I took the headsets off and ran out. And as I'm running out, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I just sent it down <laughs> to Pat for the interview. <laughs> yeah,
6: it was awesome. That's unbelievable, yeah. man. You know, just to have that feeling, man. I mean, after 10 years of just, just you know, just, I mean, we had, there were five games that we could have won. Just win one of them last year. Yeah. And we'd have been in. And then this year, you know, I mean, it, 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 this is definitely something uh, that I'll I remember for a while also.
1: You know, it's funny, um, Barrett, when we were back in 0- 08, 09, 10, you know, I remember looking at wheels and saying, man, I can get used to this. And he looked at me and goes, just enjoy it. He said, it doesn't happen that often. And I looked at him and said, ah, it's going to happen every year. It's like, it's like reading glasses. You know, I have reading glasses now and I used to make fun of him because he has reading glasses down in his nose like this. Right, and he looked right, at me, and he right. goes, he's like, he's like, you're going to need them soon. I'm like, nah, I'm not. And I'm like, sure enough, I can't go, I can't go anywhere without, so I, I was, I was signing the bill last night for, um, you know, for the, the beers we had in the lobby. And I, I looked at, I think I looked at Murph or Patrick. I said, I can't see how much that is. Can you tell me what my tip's supposed
4: <laughs> <was> to be? <laughs> or you get your phone out, right? You got to use your phone yeah. to see it with the yeah. flashlight. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Me, I, I want to
5: take you back a little bit. So this team gets swept by the Cubs. Okay. Then they go to Washington and we think right. you have to win. You have to win three out of four in this series. So after they get rocked that second game, 13 to 4, what's going through your mind is you look at where they're going, and then of course you got to keep one eye on the Brewers as well.
1: I'll be honest with you, uh, Derek. I I thought it was over after that. I really did. I remember sitting there thinking, in between games of the doubleheader, as we're eating our Shake Shack burger. um, I'm like,
5: way to rub it in, by the way.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I said, I "I can't believe this is going to happen again. Yeah. I mean, I truly felt that way. And then it started to churn a little bit when Schwarber hit the home run to start that second game. I was like, all right, well, if we win here we're okay. I mean, listen, if there wasn't the extra wild card or two, we wouldn't be there obviously. And I understand that, but um, this is still a good group. And I think it's a group that can make noise in the postseason. So the thought of just getting there is really important. Uh, But I'll be honest with you, after that game in Washington and after the three games in Chicago, I didn't think there was any chance. I really did. I I thought it was, was, I'll be truthful with you. I thought, it's not going to end well. This isn't yeah. going to end well. Yeah. And and I, I started thinking, I was like, man, I feel bad for Rob Thompson because I yeah, think he's done yeah. a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for all the guys that have been around for a long time. All those things. So, yeah, I thought it was over after that.
6: Well, you know, I, I went through the same – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Barry, all you, man. I went through the same thing the year I won the Super Bowl, man. We, um, we, we had just got waxed, waxed by Indianapolis. And then, you know, from that point on, you know, uh, each player, you know – in the teams like, you know, look, you know, our ultimate goal is to bring Jerome Bettis back to, uh, you know, back home to win the Super Bowl. He's from yeah. Detroit, you know. And I was thinking, you know, I'm looking in perspective of the Phillies, like, look, man, I mean, here they have an interim head coach, you know, interim, you know, manager. I mean, they might just win one for the Gipper, man. You know what I mean? yeah. they they They, they licked their wounds. They they, they walked their way, they backed their way in. Now, you know, everybody's record is going to be zero on zero. Man, they can go forward and, and – with the way they finished up batting yesterday, there's hope.
1: Yeah, and, and honestly, Barrett, with our three starters that we have, I mean, Wheeler, Nola, and Suarez, and I think that's one, two, and three. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's one and two definitively, and I think Rangers number three. I think we match up against anybody. I really do, and it doesn't matter. I mean, the Braves, I know we had a less than 500 record against them, but those games were close. Yep. Um, the Mets, you know, I always think back to 83, with the Mets, you know the fact that the the Phillies and the Dodgers struggle. You know the Phillies struggled against the Dodgers and then took care of them in the postseason. And I think, right, right. I still, I, I agree with you. I think it's everybody's zero and zero going into the postseason. And um, you know, <clears throat> I'm really happy for a lot of a lot of people. You know, for what happened. I mean, Rob Thompson. I mean, he is the epitome of uh, steady as she goes, and, and it also lends you gives you a lesson of the longevity of the season that you just got to ride it out. And yep. at the end of the end of the year, I mean, you could have something special like this because there were like 35 points this year where I thought, man, I ain't going to have anything going in October. <laughs> 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 well, listen, easily.
4: Tom, think about it. So manager gets fired, right? You're 22 and 29 at that point. Yeah. Then you lose an MVP. Yep. You lose a second baseman who, you know, from an average standpoint, you can maybe make an argument as your best hitter, or at least in the top two or three in Segura. Later, you lose Wheeler, who is your ace. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's a million, like you said, there were a lot of ways that this could have gone sideways. And yeah. to keep it together, I like, I don't think it's, I know some people are like, oh, third wide, who cares? You got in, man. It's the first right, time in a lot of years and you That's overcame right, yeah. a ton. And to your point, Tom, Sixty-five and forty-four, and you had it last night. You had it right. You were asked about it on the fly. It was a great job by you uh, in the in the clubhouse. But sixty-five and forty-four is remarkable for an interim manager.
1: Oh, it's remarkable. I mean, because you know you have an interim manager, particularly somebody who has no ma- no experience of being a manager, but he's got obviously a million years of experience. You're thinking there's a hangover period where it's you're either going to go one way or the other, but then it's going to sort of settle in um what he has done is truly nothing short of remarkable uh because you know he is i'm telling you he he is the epitome of steady as she goes um he said yesterday, it's really funny yesterday so we're sitting there we have he has the media session and then we sit with him and talk and uh i think scott said to him so how are you feeling he goes fine he goes why does everybody keep asking me how am i how i'm feeling?" <laughs> He goes, Am I sick? <laughs>
7: <laughs>
1: it was well, just ah! funny. I mean, he, you know, I, I remember back to uh, about three weeks ago and uh, somebody shared me, shared me, shared the story with me and I said something to him about it and he started laughing. He goes, yeah, I did say that. So Nick Maton is filling in a right field for Castellanos, but he hasn't started – Like he hasn't played a game yet. So – he, he does this wolf sound all the time, and it's really loud when you're trying to do an interview in the clubhouse, the writers say. Um, so he's doing this wolf sound, and everybody said, Nick, you got to gotta, gotta be quiet. You got to shut up. So Rob walks in, and he's looking for him. And Tom comes out of the shower. He's got a towel on, nothing else on. And Rob says, hey, you got to stop with the, the wolf sounds. And by the way, you're starting in right field tomorrow. Don't embarrass the organization. He turned around <laughs> and walked away.
7: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> that's <It's> awesome. <laughs> funny because oh my Nathan, God. Nathan starts to celebrate this towel because he's starting
6: the next day. But he's like, oh just goodness. don't embarrass the organization. Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs>
4: that is that's really what it's all about, man. Well, I got yeah. I, you, what you know, what you really was obviously, these guys were in a great mood after the game, Tom. But what yeah. the nice thing is, the guard is really let down. Like, Aaron Nola was chatty Cathy with you. Like, you never see that, right? And he's standing there next to Eflin. Those two are best friends. Those two have been around forever with the organization yeah. and haven't had the chance to get there yet. Harper genuinely just kind of humbled. Not that yeah. he's, I'm not saying it like he's an arrogant guy, but you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't the, the sort of Harper facade that you get sometimes. That's the great thing about these kind of right
1: games. Oh, I mean, I, I thought it was... I mean, I, I, I hadn't done it before. At least... I Jeff Halleckman said I did it one other year, but I don't remember it because we always had a report. Murph was doing it. Right. So I had never been down in the clubhouse. Um, so it was really cool. And you're right. I mean, their guard was down and they were happy. And, and it, it was just fun to be part of it. You know, it was fun to be part of that genuine excitement and energy. Um, you know, and then John Middleton's speech, Rob Thompson's speech. I mean, it was pretty cool. And, and it, you know, I, I was marveling at a couple of things, but. The Astros clubhouse staff, I mean, they had people following everybody around with brooms. The place was (laughs) immaculate by the time we left. It was
5: hysterical. Hey, hey, Tom, um, uh, speaking of of Harper, what what are we to make of him right now? I mean, he's three of 19 in his last five games. From your perspective, is he thinking too much at the plate? Is he he trying to do too much? Uh, Because he hasn't been the same hitter since he came back, basically.
1: I actually think Derry's you're going to see a totally different player right now. Um, okay. And I think, I think last night was all he was worried about. I mean, okay, and I'm not making excuses for him because he even said that he's, you know, that he's struggling. He understands yeah. it. Um, yeah. I don't know if the thumbs a hundred percent. I mean, it seems like it is. I don't know. The elbow is obviously not a hundred percent. He's going to, he's going to need surgery at some point. So I think last night is I think you're going to see a change in a lot of guys after last night, and I think he in particular, it's going to be all right. We're there now; let's go. And mm-hmm. I, I do feel like that's that he's going to he'll have a good postseason.
6: You know, you look at the manager, man. He like you said, he just stayed even kill man. And <laughs> I, I can remember, you know, last week, man. I'm like, look, if he doesn't change this lineup, yeah, I'm walking. I'm gonna walk across the street and personally
0: <laughs> kick his. You
6: know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but he stayed with it, man. He stayed true to it. And, uh, you know, here they are in the playoffs now, man. Do you think yeah. there might be a little shakeup anywhere else? You know, I know leadoff is going to stay the leadoff. You know, he's 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 batting 1,000 again. You know, he's making it happen. But do you think it stays the same?
1: Absolutely. I don't think it'll change for, you know, the postseason. I think this is the way it's going to be. I think the only thing you might see um, is maybe – yeah, I don't even think that. I was going to say maybe Segura sh- shifts up a little bit. It all depends, honestly, on the other team's bullpen. If there's an X amount of left-handers, then that's why Segura bats where he does so he doesn't have all the left-handers stacked up against each other. Um, no, I think this will be it. I think this is how he's going to keep it. And I think now the the structure of the postseason roster is what they're focusing on today mm-hmm. and trying to figure out. Um, but I think offensively, he's re- he's been able to ride this the only shift you saw was that Harper was batting cleanup at one point when he came back, and then he went back to third. I don't think that's going to change. I think he's going to stay hitting third, uh, but I think he's going to ride this the way it is. I mean, hopefully, we've got a hot Kyle Schwarber, mm-hmm. so we can see, so he can keep hitting bombs on the first pitch or second. Four pitch in of his game. last
4: three games. He's, he's, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He, you know, it's funny. He was pretty overwhelmed when I told him that he's he has the most home runs by any outfielder in Philly's history. Yeah. I mean, think about how long, how old he yeah. is. The, wow. The, the, 1883.
4: It's, it's a long yeah, time. I
1: mean, wow. I mean, we talk about Chuck Klein all the time. Well, he just, I mean, he passed Chuck Klein and that to me is pretty cool too.
4: Tom, I got to ask you about the pen, man, because this is fascinating. We saw Eflin in a leverage situation last night. He's yeah. been great since coming back. Alvarado lights out. It's been a struggle for Sir Anthony, you know, and, and Robertson for sure. How do you see the back end shaping up here?
1: Great question, Rob. I think that's a huge uh, question going into this postseason, honestly. I mean, is what is Eflin what we saw last night? Is that what, what's going to be the ninth inning? I don't know if it'll be the ninth inning, but I think it's going to be high leverage. Um, you know, they got to get him into back to back games to see if he can handle it. Uh, I think he can. But I thought the I thought the message last night was twofold. Was it a as Jim Salisbury? said? was it a baseball move or was it a sentimental move? Um, I think it was a baseball move. Mm -hmm. I think that's truly what it was. He throws strikes. He doesn't walk guys. And I think that's what they're trying to get away from in that ninth inning. Now, I do think that Sir Anthony and David Robertson will will still be in that role in some capacity, but I don't think they're going to be fearful of putting Zach Eflin in that spot.
5: I I wouldn't be, I'd also consider Alvarado with the stuff he's throwing. No doubt.
1: No doubt. I would consider him,
5: uh, man. I mean, his, his off-speed stuff, 97, 90. Are you kidding? I would consider him in that role.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I think they're going to, uh, honestly, I I think, I think it'll be a matchup thing. Like last night, I think you saw him against high leverage, uh, offensive players. Yep. Not that, you know, what, what F1 saw wasn't high leverage, but it was sort of the bottom of the order. So, or at least it was extra men, um, so and and you know alvarado had the heavy lifting in some ways for his inning plus uh but i think yeah i think the i think anything everything's on the table at this point
4: mm. all right tom the other thing is you know some of the guys who have been around a long time nola one of them Eflin, being one of them about reese hoskins you know yeah. and he was and your your son pat interviewed him on the on the field he got emotional he, he got he got a little you know misty there for a minute and you kind of get it. it he's he, he's sort of emblematic of this whole thing. A lot of highs, some lows, you know, 30 home runs this year, but we know he's streaky as heck. I, I mean, those kind of guys are the ones you really feel everybody, obviously, we feel really good for those guys.
1: I agree with that. I mean, we chose, no matter what was going to happen last night, we chose Reese to be the first interview for that reason um, was because of the amount of time he has spent with his organization, the games he's played, and uh, the rough years he's been part of, and I, I was surprised how emotional he was because he's I mean, he's an emotional guy, but it's, you know, you never think that it's he's going to get that emotional. So, you know, he's streaky, but you know what you get, you know what you have with him. You know, everybody who wants to move Alec Boehm over to first base and get a third baseman and let Reese walk because he's going to be arbitration eligible again and make a lot of money. I, you got to be careful. It, it took us a long time to find a first baseman. Yep. Ryan Howard left, honestly. Yeah. Right. And um, you know what you get with him. I mean, he might be 250, but he's going to have 30 home runs and 30 doubles. So.
5: And think about how much this means for Segura and Riomoto. They, <laughs> they've, been, they've been in the majors, played over 1,000 games, and this is going to yeah. be their first postseason ex- experience.
1: Yeah, I said to Gene last night, I said, hey, you're not on that list anymore. He goes, Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one
4: that me, Tom, the one that caught me off guard was Alvarado with you. Yeah. That basically, hey, he gave you like sort of a Charlie manual. Hey Philadelphia, this is for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, this this is a guy, this is a true feel-good story. I mean, listen, they opted to send him down and not release him. Hmm. They they opted to do that. I mean, they could have released him, and I thought they were gonna release him. And he um, he bought into what they said. I mean, I remember him telling us before he got sent down how he he had changed the grip on his his cutter. He just sat in the dugout with us and started showing us what he did. And we were like, "Well, he doesn't throw it that much." And now all of a sudden, it's become one of the best pitches in baseball. Mm. So it's a true it's a true feel good story. I, you know, he's well, first of all, he's going to make himself a lot of money because there's not many guys that throw a hundred that are left handed like that. But the fact that he's not walking anybody, it's just, you know, knock on wood. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's been a really amazing turnaround. And I, I thought he was so cool last night with what he was saying and, you know, um, and how overwhelmed he was emotionally. Well, you know,
6: I I know you got to get off, man. So I'm I'm just I'm just drop this to you. What is coach? what's, What's manager? You know, what's his best move? (laughs) <laughs> this year, and, and and give it to us next time we talk because we're in the playoffs, baby. But just think about that, question. And, and and you That's know, think, you know, eat that I me mean, because I mean I'm looking at Brandon Marsh. There's a lot of moves he could have made, yeah. you know, that he made yeah. this, uh, this season. But what was his best move? Let's on that a little bit.
1: You know, I think patience is 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 his best attribute. Uh, mm. I don't have it. Um, <laughs> but most people don't. And I'm right. sure he does. I mean, I, I, Saturday after the game, you know, they played that double steal in the first game and that doubleheader, yeah. and he didn't call it. He, was, I don't think he was happy that they did it, even though it was effective. Um, patience. I mean, his his patience is is really unbelievable. It really is. Mm, um, you're right.
6: Nobody has that these
1: days. No. 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 And then no. The, he doesn't show any his emotion. Yeah. He's... I, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought he. I was so happy for him when he got the job. But I didn't think it was going to make that big of a difference, quite frankly, because I had a lot of respect for Joe Girardi as a skipper. I really did. But there's, there was definitely a, you know, a calm. He brought a calmness to that, to the dugout in the clubhouse.
5: Hey, and he's funny as anything. Yeah, exactly. Hey Tom, I know, I know you got to run real quick, but just you know. Make sure you get to Papados Seafood House.
7: Oh, you knew know, food going, was coming.
1: Yeah, they're actually going. Uh, Kevin, Gregg and um, and Danny O'Rourke, our clubhouse guy, uh, they're going to Papados today. You I gotta, go. You, you go, gotta to go. you gotta go. You gotta go. Bites, baby. Wait, Alligator have you, bites. Yeah. Have you
5: been? Have you been to the Mexican restaurant also?
1: Mexican.
5: Oh, they yeah, have a Mexican restaurant, and they have a seafood. The seafood is phenomenal. I've
1: o- I've only been to the seafood. I, I well, no, I think I've been to the Mexican restaurant. Um, listen, I've been to what? Well there i've been everywhere <laughs> i know you have well, i know you have there's been places i've been i don't even remember where i was at but i've been at so i i think i've been i've definitely been to the seafood i've been to like four or five different ones i may have been to the mexican one you know it's funny though i can't go to a mexican restaurant now without thinking about michael Bourne asking us which way does your head turn when you when you eat a taco and i'm like what <laughs> so every time i go to a place now to have tacos i'm like
4: I'm going to be thinking about that forever. I'm never That's going to hand about it. that. There is no circumstance where I'm ever going to eat a taco again without thinking about I, it. I,
7: I agree
1: with it. I, oh I, I don't gosh. eat a taco any, a, 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 the same anymore. I'm like, well, I guess it depends on what. <laughs> oh, Wait,
4: my God. Right, last I'm one. Really... I, I know you got to run, Tom. Last one. You did such a great job, like I said, of executing that final out, just hitting every right note. Is that pre-planned or is that off the cuff?
1: You know, it's really funny, uh, Rob. I I did the list yesterday, and more of it I was making myself laugh because I was talking about different things and all the managers and the GMs and two fanatic outfits and stuff like that, and I'm thinking about it. And then as I'm getting ready for the the ninth inning, I still hadn't used half the things I had written down. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just build it as I'm doing it. You worked it the whole inning. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, and and the only (laughs) – the only one I, I used earlier was 11, you know, 11 spins around this, around the sun. Um, and, but I didn't use all the other ones. And I had another story where I was talking about the pitchers who had been the winning pitchers in the previous clinchers. And as I'm telling the story, something went into my headphone and it knocked me off kilter. And then a play happened. And then Ruben said something. And I was like, I got to go back and say what I, I started the story. Yeah. but I didn't finish the story. So I had all these different notes, and I was like, you know, what, I'm going to use these here because he, I never plan anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it just felt like it was the right time to do it. I mean, I when I was doing the numbers yesterday, I was like, my goodness,
4: it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, four thousand ten days, Tom. That's exactly. a little bit, a little bit of time. Yeah, but who's, yeah. Counting, but who's counting? Who's right? counting? Yeah, who's yeah. counting? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Who cares? They're there. That's all that matters yeah, at we'll this point. It, I, you I'm got I'm a game that, this yeah. weekend, Tom? Uh, football? I'm doing Georgia
1: and Auburn on Saturday. Nice. Um, oh. yeah, so um, I'll, I'll leave the team. I'll go, I'll go back to St. Louis, and then I'll be with them for the rest of the way. I mean, it, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be like the super utility guy. If Murph hadn't come back, I, I wouldn't have done the football game. But okay. um, since he's back, thankfully – yeah. um you know he's all he's all ready to go and excited Good. about doing the pre and post. so are,
4: are yeah. you ever need a uh, play by play? yeah, yeah ready. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you have a preference mets or cards
1: uh no i really don't i i do think that i think the cards are hot since we last played them yep. but i do think that we have we match up really well against them mm-hmm. uh at this point i don't care um right the whole <laughs> the whole mets phillies thing would be a really cool story and i think that the I don't know. I just think it would be great for baseball, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I I, I think it's, you know, just the fact that they're there and um, potentially could play the Braves in the second round. I don't want to get too far ahead. That's pretty neat, too. All
4: right, Mm -hmm. Tom, listen, man, I know it was a long night. We appreciate you hopping on with us. Thank you, bro. uh, You got a million other Mm -hmm. things going on, but we always do appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Thanks. I appreciate Uh, it. All All right, right, Tom, enjoy enjoy week.
4: Appreciate it. Yeah, guys, I wasn't just blowing smoke. He, he was awesome last night. Like he hit the the, the tone and the tenor of, of the whole thing of the moment, right? And then they had him, and NBC Sports Philadelphia did a really good job of producing all of it too. Uh, not surprisingly, with Sean Kane producing yeah, it, but. So uh, Tom in the clubhouse got everybody he got Middleton he got Harper he got I mean everybody and it was it was it was really good it was really entertaining stuff so fun night man fun night all right I know people are itching for their football fix so we will get you your football fix we have Mike Sealski coming up at one thirty. by the way we come back we're going to look at the Eagles uh in depth a little bit more go inside the numbers a little bit give you some updates on what uh what the defensive coordinator had to say today Jonathan Gannon Plenty to do. Don't go anywhere. By the way, hit that like button, please. Go ahead, Barrett.
6: Did you see uh did you see the man and cast with um with um with, with Jalen. Uh, Jalen on.
4: Yes. We'll, we're talking about that when we get back too. All right. All right, we'll get your impressions. Derek on, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we are sports take on this Tuesday. Hope you're doing great out there. All right, knowing who to trust with your finances can be really challenging and scary at the same time. I went through it for years with the, with the wrong people and kind of do it on my own. And it never really worked out the way I, uh, I intended. I got Jim Murray with Principal Financial Group as my guy now, and he is awesome. And he will be awesome for you, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you're trying to set up employee benefits for, for your business, whatever the case may be. Anything you need, you can call him and get a consult. I've entrusted my IRA, 401k rollovers with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. 610-996-4751. That's how you reach him. 610 996 4751. You could email him as well. Murray, dot Jim at principal.com. Jim at principal.com.
8: At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call.
2: Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
6: Go passionately. Go fearlessly.
3: Go confidently.
2: Go first!
3: Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles we're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh,
8: and go Birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save
9: in Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com.
10: Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. Gojeffauto.com.
4: This They hope you're doing well out there. We are Sports Take. Tell a friend, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Just wrap things up with Tom McCarthy, Phillies play by play announcer, NBC Sports Philadelphia. And we will a little bit later talk to Mike Sealski. We'll talk a little Phillies and Birds with Mike. All right, so Barrett, you, you talked about it before the timeout. Uh, Jalen Hurts last night, if you didn't know, was on the Manning cast, which is the alternative broadcast for the Monday night football game with the Manning brothers, Peyton and Eli. He was, I'm trying to remember who else it was, John ham, Steph Curry. Right. And Jalen were the three guests. Yep. Yep. Uh,
8: yep. Yep.
4: So give me your impressions of yeah. how he handled. Himself. You know what?
6: I, I I thought he handled himself pretty good. Um, you know, they, they asked him a question. They asked him, um, like when you're watching the film and you try to find players that are like, kind of like what your skill set is. And I love the fact that Jalen was like, all right, he started – he said, to well, I watched film on, you know, guys that had nothing to do with his skill set. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Nothing to do with his skill set. Meaning, don't pigeonhole me into anything. You know, I know that I'm unique in what I bring to the table. I right. can sit back and drop back. I can pass it like I'm a, uh, a pocket quarterback. I can run and do that when I want to. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can move the pocket. You can move the pocket. I can run, read plays, you know, that you know most guys can't do it. And I love the fact that he kind of said that, and you know they made live it. You know, especially um, Eli. Eli said, "Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. You know, Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, you know, nobody plays like me either. Yeah, so I feel what you're saying. You know, (laughs) but uh, I mean, he didn't. He didn't. He he didn't go into like, oh, you know, I watch. You know, I watch the Ravens, or you know, he, I watch the Cardinals. You know, being that stereotypical quarterback that can move around, or I, I just watch Josh Allen. Yeah." You know, he kind of put it like, "All right, well, I watch film on everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and and I love that that he you know he responded like that."
4: Yeah, no, he was uh, he's he's always so prepared. He's yes. always just it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's on the field, an interview, or something else. You feel like the the guy is always ready to go. Like there's an unbelievable level of maturity with this guy. It really is remarkable. So it Doesn't matter what it is. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is
6: like the st- most statuesque type of quarterback that ever played the game. Yeah. He's not even moving left or right. He's staying right there in the pocket. And he said, that's what we watched more film on him. Mm-hmm. They say, I watched film on Andrew Luck. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Who is one of the most gifted quarterbacks to play the game. To just You know, his career just didn't um, – Yeah, his body. They didn't protect didn't, him. Yeah, they didn't yeah, his protect His body him. broke down. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? That's just that,
4: – to me, that was creative by him. No, it was great. It, he, like, I enjoy I, – I get a man. I'm fascinated watching the guy. I'm fascinated listening to him. I'm fascinated watching him. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm all in. He, I I don't find anything he anything boring. I know sometimes he he speaks in cliches and all that, but I find it interesting every single time. He's just I think he's a dynamic guy. I really do. Um, all right, so that was interesting. Uh, we'll get into the game. By the way, mm-hmm. the, the Niners beat the Rams. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, Nick Sirianni said yesterday, guys, that there, it's not out of the question for for every one of the players who were banged up to play how much of that is gamesmanship i don't know you know i I think it's up in the air right now but at least that's a little encouraging and i know um michael clay spoke today the special teams coordinator and he he sort of backed that up when it came to jake elliott specifically like hey you know you heard what coach said you know what you know we're gonna find out and all that i i don't know man i mean what what would you guys say would you be surprised if everybody went i would I personally would, um, but I I don't I don't um,
6: like I didn't know Avante Maddox wasn't playing until
4: Friday. Right there, yeah, we found that out kind of later. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: so I'm like, yeah. what? You know, so I'm like scrambling, like, what are they gonna do? You know, first thing I thought, all right, you know, if they do that, they're gonna put um, C.J. Garner Johnson at the slot position. Uh, that means Wallace has to come in and play.
4: Mm-hmm. Maybe
6: Reed Blankenship gets a couple of rest, but they totally did the opposite. They went with Josiah Scott. Brought him into the slot, right? You know what I mean. And, and did you
4: like that? Bat? Would you do that again this week if he's banged up?
6: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I would put Wallace in. Okay. I put Wallace in and 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 literally bring in um, C.J. Garner Johnson as a slot player. Okay. You know, as a slot corner, that's what I would do. Um, but who, I'm, that's why I'm talking about football instead of coaching football.
4: Yeah right. Interesting.
5: I think you know every team. Every team tells you this preliminary report on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, I think it's part of the gamesmanship, you know. And I told you guys yesterday from what I what I was told uh, that all these guys should be fine. But we hear that all the time, and all of a sudden Friday, this one's out, that one's out. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at how you say Amalo grabbed his ankle when he went down. Slay got out of there in a hurry with what the forearm situation. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of it too has to do with, okay, how badly do we need certain people when we look at who we're matched up against. You know, we can we if we have solid backups at this position, we should not uh, miss a beat. You know, let's give so and so an extra week just to heal a little bit more because we got Dallas coming up or whoever the opponent may mm-hmm. be. That's that's a much bigger opponent. Um, so, I would, I would, I would not be surprised. I'm on the fence. I'm always on the fence with this stuff. I would not be surprised if all of these guys sucked it up and played on Sunday. But from when you're looking at a bigger scheme of things, you know, you look at who they're playing this week. They are not that juggernaut offense or defense. Uh, they're fast. They're fast team, but they're not that juggernaut. They've had difficulties winning at home. Um, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins, which is huge. Um, I, I think it's going to be a chess match type decision come Friday in terms of who's up and who's down.
4: Yeah, no, look, I, I think that's, uh, I think you're right. Why you put any kind of, you know, definitions on it right now, wait it out. Right. You know, right wait, wait, yeah. Give yeah. yourself a little bit of time. It also plays to your advantage with the Cardinals as well. Um, all right. So we know the Eagles are off to a four and season or four and start this season, uh, dug into some of the numbers here for them a little bit. Um, it offensively in the in the big three categories, they rank no lower than sixth. So they're fourth in scoring, almost 29 points per game. Fifth in the rushing game, 165.3. And the passing game, 270.3, which is uh, sixth. So they're four, five, six in those categories. Um, I got to tell you, I still see a lot of room for improvement. And that's not a knock on what we've gotten so far, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, what they did Sunday in the running game, they could certainly, I'm not saying 200 something yards every single game, but if they concentrated that heavily on it, they could pound teams that way. I think there's a lot more in the passing game that they haven't even scratched. Like there's a ton of potential here. Oh. Bro,
6: no question. There's no question about that. I mean, to have that ace in your back pocket is is tremendous. You know what I'm saying? It's not just it's not just calling a run play and mm-hmm. then running it. But the nature in which they have a quarterback that can run those plays is 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 dynamic in in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, usually people think about decisions the quarterback makes in the passing game, and that's usually what they when they talk about uh, quarterback decisions. But Jalen has went out there and 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 his his reading of the read option. You know, not RPOs. I'm talking about the read option where he's going to run it or the running back's going to run it, understanding that if you look at it. If it's an eight-man box, seven-man box, or a six-man box, what he play, what call what, what you know what play he calls when he's at the line and he sees all three of those type of um, um personnel packages within the box. When I say within the box, I mean in between the tackles. All the defenders in between the tackles. I don't know why Jacksonville thought, I think Jacksonville thought that their guys up front, their linebacks, could take care of the guys in the, you know, in the running game. And they found out real quick. No, you just can't have your defensive line and linebackers in the hole and think that you you got to bring another defender inside the box. And by the time they realized it was too late, because now they were just running all over them. Right. You know, saying so they kind of snowballed on them. But teams are gonna understand you cannot stop this running game without bringing an extra defender in the box. Mm-hmm. But why, you know, why would you say, all right, we're gonna, you know, stop the run game? when you got two dynamic receivers on the outside Mm -hmm. and that's that that's that's what this you know this this offense brings to the table what do you do do you die from a thousand cuts or do you die from just stabbing somebody you know that's that's what these defensive coordinators have to work out within themselves yep running the ball is a demoralizing to a defense you know if you can run the ball and they can't stop you that's the most demoralizing thing you can do to a defense but then you put everybody in the box and what happens they start passing the ball with big plays
4: Barrett, they're doing it the outside. against the eagles they're loading up the yes. box
6: against the eagles so that makes the guys outside um the, the decision to bring in AJ Brown man is is <laughs> i mean it's it's unbelievable what he brought to this offense just by himself man cuz in all actuality He's really the biggest, the only big change on the mm-hmm. offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But he's so dynamic because you have to account for where he is. You yeah. have to allocate resources to where he is, right. which means you can't do that to the run game. It used to be if you stop the run, you stop the Eagles. Jalen has shown the capacity now to get that ball out with touch passes, getting the ball of time, reading things, throwing guys open. It's a whole different uh mantra that these, you know, these guys gotta work at now
4: killer so, yeah derek i mean they, we we talked about this <clears throat> yesterday how many different ways can they kill you here i, I mean right. they can hurt you throwing it to Devontae with it with the precise patterns or down the field mm-hmm. uh you know high pointing balls or aj on slants or underneath yards after catch we know they the way they utilize and barrett called for uh tight end screens this past week and that's what they you got some of those from dallas goddard which are successful y- you know and then pound you on the ground like they did this okay the best rushing team against the best team against the run all right fine we're going to run. You only give up 55 yards per game. We're going to run for 200 yards on you. The, right. 200. The so yeah, like,
5: you know. And you still haven't even talked about unleashing a gazelle every now and then in Quez Watkins. Yeah. Sending him straight fly patterns to loosen up a defense even more so. Pascal underneath. There's so many ways to go. I look at the opponents they have on their schedule this year. I can't think of a defensive unit that can match up everything. You know, there's maybe one or two defenses in the league that might be able to match up everything. If you load up the box, you have the guys on the outside that can play bump and run, you know, or, you know, you might be stout enough in the trenches. You know, I thought Washington did a good job of taking away the run from them because of those two D tackles they have in a hole, but then they light you up in other ways, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't think there's a defense on their schedule that has a complete complement of players that can basically take every way from this team, you know. Right. Um, so- exactly. And the and the thing about it is, the coaching staff can identify this on the fly as well as any coaching staff in the league, and make in-game adjustments like nobody else. All right, you're gonna take the runaway. Now we're gonna to torch you. You're gonna to try to take the pass in the game away. We're gonna run you over like an eighteen-wheeler. You know, so you got to pick your poison with this team. Now, at some point, we all know at some point, like you know, every dog has this day. The Eagles are gonna have a dog day. That's gonna be expected. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away from just how good whenever they lose it doesn't take away from how good and how dangerous this team can be. Right. You know, that's just the parody of any given Sunday across the NFL.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? It's not just one side of the ball. You go no. to the defensive yeah. side. They're tied for for ninth in points allowed. They're ninth against the run, just giving up 100. Yeah. Uh 7th against the pass, 177. They they're getting four sacks Per game yep. this year, they're taking the ball away at two and a half per game. They are plus eight turnover differential. These are the, the latter numbers were major problems last year. They weren't getting to the quarterback, they weren't taking the ball away. That's all they preached in the offseason. And this is unlike the offense where it was, and I say just, just AJ Brown, this is where you're seeing the dividends from Reddick. You're seeing the yep. dividends from Bradbury. Sure. You, you know, you're seeing the dividends from. Jordan Davis, who probably had his best game as an Eagle uh, on Sunday, which we haven't even really touched on too much, right? Just to name a few. Th- this is where those offseason moves have allowed the defensive coordinator to do things a little bit differently. It's, you know, talking about the defensive side of the ball, the ability
6: for those three cornerbacks, who I feel is are the best trio of cornerbacks in the league. You know, Slay, Bradbury, and Maddox. I mean, to me, you can't. You can't compare them to anybody else in the league. I think they're the, the best, you know, trio. Now, there's, you know, there's duos out there that are pretty good. But I really, truly think that this is the best trio in the league. It's for a slot corner and two outside corners. Mm-hmm. That gives defensive coordinator Rich Gannon I – mean, I keep saying Rich Gannon – Jonathan Gannon mm-hmm. the ability to do whatever he wants to do because we know the guys up front. I mean, that's we knew that those guys could rush the pass. They just haven't done it the past three years. Right. Well, now they see what the fruits of their labor now for over this whole offseason, what it's bringing to the table. You know, Fletcher Cox looks like he's drinking from the fountain of youth. He's had some type of elixir. He's He's drinking right now. (laughs) You know, he and Brandon Graham, you know, they've been sipping on the same bottle. They have a new vigor on how they're rushing the passer now. They are getting up the field, creating havoc. I mean, Fletch took the guard, picked the guard up and – sack the quarterback with the guard in his hand still. I mean, that's, you know, that's just want to. That's all want to. And I'm going to tell you, Fletch didn't want to do that last year like he wants to do it right now. Mm-hmm. And it's become contagious, man. Now it's like, all right, I'm competing against, it's almost like I'm competing against guys like Sweat, Brandon Graham. I'm trying to get there before they get there.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: And this is, you know, that, that competition. Yeah, it all feeds reason. off of each other. You know, yeah. then it starts, it, it becomes a frenzy. And mm-hmm. Epps, Epps is laying people out. He is showing up in a huge way. Edwards had my he he might have had the best day I've seen him in linebacker. Uh, what the past two years? Mm-hmm. He was showing up everywhere on the field. He was knocking cats out. He was making plays everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. I love his game, bro. I love his game.
4: Yeah, I, I, there's not much to not like, you know. from what we've seen so far, we've seen, you know, and again, I thought. Sunday was a little bit different in that they got down. There was a little bit of adversity, but really after that, that when they got on that run, it sort of looked like the other, at least the previous two games where they just, the, the other team wasn't really in the same league. Right. With them. I mean, mm-hmm. frankly, they just weren't. And they were able to do a lot of different things, man. Uh, and they can hurt you in a, a number of different ways. The only issue we talked about this a little bit yesterday is special teams to keep your eye on for sure. Um, but offensively and defensively, I think you got to be thrilled with what you've seen so far through four games.
5: When you look at the personnel that is assembled on defense in particular, it is a unit that has a hunger because everything is about this year for a lot of guys. When you talk about Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, it's their legacy in Philadelphia. Will it continue after this year for Javon Hargrave? Will he be here after this year for Bradbury? Kazir white, Will they maximize their contract potential after this season into multiple-year contracts compared to a one-year contracts? There's a lot on the line for a lot of these guys. You know, do they want to win? No question about it. You know, there's that that goes without saying. They want to win. You know, they want to stand tall like a number of other teams and hoist that Lombardi Trophy when it's all said and done. But in a bigger longevity picture of things, there's a lot of stake for a lot of guys playing on this
4: defensive side of the ball for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. I, l- let's look at Hertz here, uh, and we'll get into a uh, Kyler Murray comparison in a little bit, but he's thrown for over 1,100 yards, four touchdowns, has two interceptions, one legitimately on him, the other one not so much, mm-hmm. completing almost 67% of his passes. He's got a 99.6 passer rating, rushed 53 times, 205 yards. It's a little less than four yards per carry, but and we saw this last year too. I think he had ten last year. He's got four rushing touchdowns already through four games. That that's the where he can just kill you. If you're in the you're in the red zone, man. And he takes off with that with that like you said, Barrett the 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 RPO and the decision making. He's he's really got an awesome feel for when to keep it himself or when to give it off to a running back.
6: Exactly, exactly. He he knows when to keep it. No one to hold him. No one to fold him. No one yep. to run. He's got it now, man. He 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 knows what he needs to do, man. And his leadership abilities, man, that knows that, that what I was saying because they trust that he can get the job done. Nick Siriani and 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 officer Coordinator Shane Steichen trust what he can do. It. That's why you keep that's why you keep seeing Nick. That's all he says. I trust him to do it. Well, that I was know how about that?
4: Did you see this, guys? It, this was, it, it was fascinating. The audio Peter King wrote about it today in the uh MMQB. Uh, is that what it's still called? Is it MMQB? I think it is. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he was at the game, and he he wrote about how he went over to. I, I think it was after that when they went for it on fourth down and scored the first touchdown, the one where Jalen Hurts breaks the tackle at the goal line. He goes over to him and he says, "Look, I, the reason I did that is I trust you. All right, I trust you. I know you're going to get us in in that situation. Like, and I know coaches and players have those kind of exchanges a lot, but that like. That says a lot, you know, it does yeah, it says a lot yeah. of, about how he feels about Jalen Hurts.
6: Exactly. Exactly. You can't, you can't downplay that or underplay that. He truly does trust his ability to go out there and make plays, man. He, yeah. and, and, you know, like I said, it's not just, you know, everybody talks about the quarterback decisions to, 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 you know, throw into double coverage or throw a guy open or trust that he's going to see the blitz. How about him? You know, trusting that he's going to call the right run play when he's at the line of scrimmage. When he's going to trust his read of watching that end, watching that linebacker, knowing what to do with the ball. Mm-hmm. They really do trust him, and they put a lot on 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 Jalen's on on Jalen's plate. plate. Yeah, they yeah. put a lot. I mean, an awful lot. Plays in which you guys don't think, most people don't think he's has to make a decision with. Mm-hmm he has to make a decision with everything that they put on his plate man is 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 he just shows how dynamic he is in understanding what
4: his role is uh on just about every single play do you guys worry at all and this is not a jalen it's an eagles question but do you worry at all about a look ahead you got no. the cowboys on deck you got mm-hmm. the cardinals next do you worry at all with a 4-0 team Looking ahead to the Cowboys a little. Bit.
5: No, no, you have too much leadership in that locker room that's been down this road many times before, and they'll keep it in a proper perspective, even when you look at the guys who who haven't been here that long, uh, and and don't have a full grasp of the of the Eagles rival Eagles Cowboys rivalry. Uh, like a Javon Hargrave, a Bradbury, things, things like that. When you got Brandon Graham in your ear, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey in your year, Lane Johnson, you have the perfect contingent of veteran players who have been down these, these roads and have sidestepped a lot of these landmines many times before um, to, to keep players who are still trying to grasp the perspective of what a Dallas Eagles rivalry means. The young players will not be allowed to get full of themselves Uh, and get too far ahead down the road. You have just enough veteran leadership on the back end to keep the the young DBs. You know, you look at the backfield. You know, Miles Sanders has been here long enough. Gainwell's been here. He's got that experience. Boston Scott knows what it's like. You know, whatever Trey Sermon doesn't know, they'll make sure they let him know that. You know, across the board, the offensive line, the whole, the entire offensive line, they've been down this road before. Mm -hmm. You know, so no, there's no looking ahead. They understand the magnitude of what's coming this Sunday because, from a defensive perspective, you know, say what you want to say about the Arizona Cardinals, they still have to chase that little net around, and that little net, for as long as he's upright and 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 and, and pirouetting and, and spinning around, he's capable of making plays and doing some damage. He's capable by himself of physically exhausting a defense. Right. They understand yep. this. They understand it. They understand their road. To, they understand the matter at hand. Hey, we're leading the division. We are the last of the undefeated teams. We are playing for home field advantage. Okay, and if Dallas finds a way to beat the Rams, which I think they will, you know, then we've got to take care of this biggest nemesis. That's that's 13 days from now, mm-hmm. five days from now. This is what's most important. Now, I think this team this team is mature enough to handle every situation every week. And even though you have a young quarterback. I think that young quarterback, and I've said it a number of times, the young quarterback is mature far beyond his 24 years of age.
4: Yeah, I, I think that's a big piece of it, Barrett. I don't I don't buy – like, I think there's great leadership, veteran and young. Like, I think when you have uh, – you know, you have Kelsey and Johnson and, and uh, Fletcher and Hargrave and guys who have been around for a long time coupled with a a, a young, mature quarterback and a coach who's always going to stay on them, that's how you avoid it. That doesn't mean you're going to win all the games. But I don't think it's going to be a case where it's they, they're just – thinking about the Cowboys night stuff. No, they're not
6: I mean you are talking about a team that
4: all they talk about is keeping
6: keeping uh you know paying the rent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is 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 not just, you know, game by game. They they they're literally going day by day on how they approach um you know everything about this season. You know what I'm saying? You got to you know, you got to put money in the bank every single day yep. cuz rent is due every mm-hmm. Sunday and that's their mantra that's how they that's how they you know approach every situation take care of the little things crossing your T's, dotting your eyes i's, is is how you go forward you win games on 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 wednesday thursday and friday you don't win games on sunday yep, you win absolutely. you know what i'm saying it's already won on sunday
4: yep yeah no question all right we're going to come back and hold look, hold, there, man hold, 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 What's hold up. i got to stop looking
5: at the chats man <laughs> i don't know how they get on these tangents sometimes they're, they're giving us Batman monikers now. So they're calling Barrett White Castle Batman. They got, <laughs> they got Rob Ellis' lactose intolerant Batman. <laughs> Damn, which one? I saw the one. After. Rob, John, John diggerson Dick, John needs his own show. He got Rob E. is milkless Batman. D-Gun is d <laughs> D gun is smoking Batman, smoking Batman, and Barrett is Ada Batman, aka Fisher, fishing Batman. And then somebody said Barrett slider slider Batman. That's awesome.
8: That <laughs>
4: is awesome. Yeah.
5: Rob I can't handle flavor Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: it's true. It's this true. Is, Hard to oh argue. my goodness. I should I could have like a a, a a Batman costume or uniform with like anti you know oh. like hot food or anti you know oh. medium well you know, patches all over the place. Yeah. Oh big God. big
5: seals is salty bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. I, I gotta stay oh. off this chat, man. It's I love so
4: it. Ridiculous. I like we love everybody in the chat room. We appreciate oh you goodness. guys. And, and while you're at it, hit that like button. We would we would appreciate that oh as well. All right. Let's uh let's step aside. We're gonna dive into the cardinals here, guys, because oh. there's some interesting you know, tidbits here that you wanna you might want to pay attention to. I'll give you one. Uh, that, that just came out regarding Kyler Murray that's fascinating and I got to ask you guys if it's sustainable. So we'll dig into that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us, Derek Barrett and Rob. Time to talk a little pro-action restoration. Pro-action restoration is the place that you reach out to if your home, your business, a property you own goes through the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage, Whatever the case may be, they can handle it. Pro Action is on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've gone through it on a Saturday, kind of off, not exactly peak hours. Called them. The crew was right there. They cleaned it up. They fixed the issue. They were professional, and the price was reasonable. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades, so you know they are reputable. Uh, They are also, by the way, will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So they will uh, they get you covered every single which way. Whether it's water, fire, smoke damage, whatever the case may be, throw mold remediation in there. You got to take care of that. You can't mess around with that kind of stuff. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-85, or excuse me, 610-623-3760. That's 610-623-3760. Or online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com.
11: places you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for
2: the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean.
4: Thanks for hanging with us. Sports YouTube Network coming up at 1 30. We will be joined by Mike Sealski of the Philadelphia Inquirer and 94 WIP. Uh we will a little bit later get into that 24-9 San Francisco 49er win over the Rams. The man, the 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 NFC is a really sort of jumbled mess to try to decipher at, at this point, both of those teams, two and two, uh, last night in San Francisco's defense, just ferocious, absolutely ferocious, man. Uh, that's for sure. All right. Let me throw this at you guys regarding the, the Arizona Cardinals. First of all, they haven't won at home yet this year, which is interesting. They're, you know, they're a two and two team. You look at what they were able to do this year. They've beaten the Panthers and the Raiders thus far. Uh, but last week they won 26, 16 over the Panthers. Kyler Murray is on pace for 735 passing attempts, which would set the NFL record 735 this year. I mean, I'm not really exactly sure what you're trying to do there. Um, If that's the case, feels to me like you're asking for this dude to get hurt or to turn the ball over a lot. But exactly what is the approach here with Kings uh, cliff Kingsbury?
6: They just not, they just can't, they can't run the ball. Yeah. It's not that they don't want they can't run the ball. Their mm-hmm. offensive line really isn't capable of pushing anybody back. They're and they're not exactly good at pass blocking. Right. Whenever you got a quarterback like that, you know, he just he runs around, you know, this they're gonna have to go mush rush this guy. Meaning keep him inside the um keep him inside the uh, offensive line, you know, don't let him get outside, don't let him get those little avenues. Right. If you try to rush him the conventional way, he finds little, you know ways in which he can get in between and and get out with through those rushing lanes. If you keep him in the pocket, number one, he's small, he's short, so he can't really see over guys. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that, that, that helps them out, Mm -hmm. you know, when he, when you do, they're going to try to move the pocket a little bit, you know, misdirection, try to, you know, boot protection, stuff like that. But, I, I, I when watching the film, I don't see a direction in which, which they, you know, which what what they're really trying to do. I, I, I don't know, you know, what I'm saying, you try to get a beat on what a team does well. I don't know what they do well.
4: Yeah, he's been sacked six times, and, and that's you know when you consider how elusive he is, that you've gotten him six times in six games. Probably anybody else that's twelve sacks, which tells you they're probably not protecting him all that well.
6: Yeah, you, know? you can tell when they're trying to run the ball the the uh, the line of scrimmage doesn't move at all. Uh, right. I mean, at all, they don't do anything, you know, good. So, um, well, this it, should it, be
4: another game where the Eagles' defensive line eats. Right, i mean whether you you would, you good would think you would play. think
5: but teams have tried to defend him every way possible just like a lamar jackson he's going to find a way to extend plays yes now whether it turns out to be beneficial to them yeah. the reason he's only been stacked six times because you can't get a beat on this guy i've seen guys have have him wrapped up he ducks under him he pirouettes mm-hmm. away from them you know he's he's the proudest frustrating of a quarterback to, to get to the ground as you're going to find in the national football league I don't think he's one of the overall better quarterbacks in the National Football League, but he's just a phenomenal athlete. And because of his athleticism, he's able to do a lot of things what he does. But this Arizona offense is not the juggernaut that it was just a couple of years ago, nor is it the defense. They've taken a lot of hits in terms of personnel they've lost over the last couple of years. And obviously without DeAndre Hopkins there, it, it has really handcuffed his offense. Now, Marquise Hollywood Brown is this go-to guy. I mean, he's got five touchdowns for him. But, you know, they're not that explosive offense anymore. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, you you mentioned it earlier. Um they haven't won a game at home. And I know they're spending a lot of time talking about that. We have not defended our home turf well uh and early on in this season. And something hasn't changed. I don't think they have the personnel to 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 to, to get past this Eagles team. But like I said, every week is a different storyline as we've seen. When you consider twenty-three games in four weeks have been decided by three points or less, and that's not even counting the games that have been decided by four points or less, and how many upsets we've seen across the league in just four weeks, you know, any and everything can happen. But if I'm laying my money, Eagles are going to be five and zero when this was all said and done. So you don't see a letdown game because when you when you look at when you
6: look at this team, when you. I, I'm looking at it now. You know, I have it all now. I just don't see anything dynamic in anything that no. they do. I don't see them no. doing anything necessarily well. No, you know, at all. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. They don't run the ball well. They don't pass the ball well. It, it you know, it's not like even Murray's even a frenetic quarterback. He just, he just runs around and and
4: it's like tries it, it's, to all, escape. It, it's all like ad lib. You yeah, know, playground, playground
5: football. The
6: Play
4: yeah, leading rusher good. is James Conner, yeah. who's got 145 yards, but he's only averaging 3.2 yards per carry. Yeah. You know, for anybody with any significant amount of carries, Eno you know Benjamin's got 22 rushes and he's averaging five yards, but it's not a ton of rushes. Like nobody's really doing anything uh, for them in, in the run no, game all no. that well. And and and, they're and very lucky. They're yeah, very I mean, lucky
5: to be two and two at this point.
4: Other than Hollywood Brown, it's just a bunch of guys. You know, A.J. Well, Green Zach is Ertz. nowhere near the same guy, and they have Zach Ertz. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, Ertz has 22 catches. He's, he's got the second-most receptions uh, for 181 yards and two touchdowns. He can still play. I'm not discounting Zach Ertz. I, I'm just saying maybe more on the outside. There's just not a lot there.
5: And James Conner is a good running back. He just doesn't have the horses up front to open the lanes for him. He's a good running back, hard running back. You know, but they just don't have the personnel. I don't know how they let it go this bad this quickly. I know. You know, no. <laughs> You know, considering just a couple of years ago, heck, even last year, mm-hmm. until they fell apart, um, they had a they had a d- dynamic team in a lot of ways. You know, but when you're missing your top receiver, you let the middle of that defense, Jordan Hitt- Hicks, walk out the door. You let Chandler Jones walk out that door. You know, you're gonna take a hit. You didn't replace them with the same caliber of players. You're gonna take hits. And mm-hmm. you know, not even Watt looks like the same Watt. No, he's not. He's not. But his injuries, I don't care what he says. That's not the same, JJ Watt. I mean, you think Ooh. about how many how many back injuries he's had, surgeries yeah. he's had. Hex. It's not the it's same like real J. serious J. stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is a defense that only has four QB sacks through four games. Yeah, you know, how, how just- about
4: how about Watt last week? He he went into AFIB at one point, and he went to the doctors, and they got everything back functioning. They're like, you can do whatever you want. We got you know your heart's you know beating at a normal rate. You're right, good to go. Right. Man, I mean, right, right. That might, be scary, to, might be a that's week scary. to sit one out, man. Right? Uh, yeah,
5: that's
6: that's a little. <laughs> they can't scary. afford to though. Yeah, I mean, no, no it's, Simmons. It's, it's, I don't know what Simmons is. I don't know what he's a linebacker.
7: Yeah,
6: Um, I don't know what they want mm-hmm. to make him. He's not really a linebacker. He's not really a guy that can rush the passer. He's not really a guy that can go into coverage. I mean, I don't know what they're trying to make of him.
5: I don't mm-hmm. know what he's trying to do. And he was a first round pick. And they yeah, still don't yeah. know what he is or is not. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, it's an un, un unusual dynamic collection
4: of players that they have right now out there. Yep, yeah. It just yep. feels mediocre. I mean, you look at it, uh scoring they're fourteenth, rushing their fifteenth, passing, they're fifteenth, you know, against the uh, you know points per game, they're twenty-eighth. Uh, they're good against the run, 87 yards per game, but they're 23rd against the pass. So yeah, because
5: everybody's throwing on them.
4: Everybody's, everybody knows what yeah. the weakness is. You could attack them yeah. that way. And there's there's nothing they do particularly well. You know, it, you guys are right. I mean, Kyler Murray's always a threat. He's always, you know, You're going to get a little taste of your own medicine where you think you have him hemmed in and it's third and six and he gets yeah. seven and it's a yeah. backbreaker to keep it driving. Right. That's exactly. going to happen. Right. You know? That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You know, Buddha Baker's still on the back end of that defense, but he doesn't have Tyron Matthew anymore back there helping him. Yeah. You know, it hasn't been the same.
4: I'm just trying yeah. to figure like, did they not manage their cap well? Like, why have they, why have some of these guys walked out the door? I, I know uh, they didn't want to pay him up there a little bit, but yeah, yeah. they didn't
5: want to pay him. So they, they let him walk.
4: Jones, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, they don't want to pay him. Yeah. It's, they, they lost some firepower, man. They look, they could, there's nothing they could have done about uh, DeAndre Hopkins. That's just, you know, it, Bad luck, but good for the Eagles getting them before his suspension's up. Uh, uh,
5: you talking about being <laughs> in the right place at the right time? Woo. Yeah, man, because that yeah. would have been one heck of a matchup that Eagle secondary against him.
4: No question. I mean, the one look,
5: thing. One thing yeah. Kyler Murray can't do, as inconsistent as his game is, to be five ten, he can flat out sling it down the field. Yeah, he's got a can. Of question about. It. He's got a cannon to be five. That's yeah. why he was. You know, think about it. he was the number one. He was the number one drafted baseball player the year he came out, I believe, as well as being what was he like one or two football, football, something like that. No, yeah, like he was he the number was, one pick in football, wasn't he? And he was he number, was number, number one, one in baseball. Pick. I know
6: he's number one in baseball. I know he was top 10 in baseball. I know he was, I know he's a first rounder. But, uh, I mean, the money he could have made, even baseball, you know, it is, it, is is crazy, you know, saying a football, you know, he signed a deal that he would have made near as much in baseball. So I, I uh, you know, some other guy that just lucked up, well, not lucked up into it, but I mean, yeah, he was just, the
4: first overall pick in the 19 draft yep. in football, and he was ninth overall by the Oakland A's in baseball. In baseball, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
5: he's still he, top he, 10 tip pick in both sports. That's a yeah. jeez.
6: He turned down a five million dollar uh, contract in baseball, starting yeah. off. Yeah, start off. Well, considering what he
4: got in football, I'd have turned that down also. Right, right, and, and you're not riding buses for four years in the month. No, you? Right. no. Well, <laughs> the, you know the other the other part is too. Like you guys know how what Texas high school football is like, right? Yeah. yeah. This guy was twice named Mister Texas Football.
6: That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, crazy. You know, it, that, in front of Jalen. Oh yeah. 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 When Jalen was there. Yeah.
4: Gatorade Player of the Year his senior year twice Mister Mister Texas Football. Won three straight state championships, 43 games in a row. Missed one start during this streak. Finished his career. He was 42-0 and 0 as a starting quarterback in high school. The guy never lost a game at the highest level of high school that's football. Crazy. That's crazy. Did cool. he start? Five, I, wait, I, class 5A in Texas? Started, yeah, 42 of the 43. He was hurt one game. In but class every, 5A? Every game, he, every game he started, he won. Uh, Jeez. I don't see the class. I'm sorry. Okay. If you're I, playing I 5A football in
5: Texas, that's like playing – Mid-level college football. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah,
5: you know Odessa Permian, all those. Oh dudes. my goodness! Are you You, know. you got That's uh Dallas Carver, no, Odessa yep. Permian, I Yep, yep. A uh, Carter. Yeah, I mean, she's Yeah, you so th-
4: there's a pedigree there. This guy didn't just stumble into this. Yeah, the he, thing he, I love
5: most about watching him is like he looks. He looks like he looks like, he looks like a key player off when he runs. The little legs moving like this, <laughs> but you can't catch
4: him. Now you can't catch him. It's like an optical illusion. It looks yeah. like he's not moving, and, he, and meanwhile he's flying. Man, Bro, how, how, about,
6: how about Oklahoma though? They had like you know, three. They 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 probably could have had three Heisman Trophy winners, back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jalen yeah. Uh, Jalen did Baker. He was number two. Yeah. He was number two, uh during that time. But I mean, you had Baker. You had him.
4: Yep. You had Jalen. I mean, that was crazy. It yeah. is insane. Yeah. Yep. Lincoln Riley in, in at USC now, but he was the guy. You know, behind all that. Yeah, you um, were. But, yeah i mean but they have had traditionally collapses like they're not off to a great start but lately the, the last few years they've gotten off to a really good start
6: well we saw what he did last year during the playoffs and how he just right. he just uh he just really you know let his team down he did he man he he all but just gave up mm-hmm. just gave up on his team and you know that's that's one of the major problems that i have with him you know he's not a guy that i I'd want to be in a foxhole because if I was in a foxhole with him, I, I'd take and shoot him first.
4: Yeah, he's a <laughs> finger point. Like oh, okay. he is. If he gets sacked, he'll he'll shoot a dirty look at an offensive line. Right, right. I mean, don't right. do that. Don't. Right, do that. Right,
6: right. I'm I'm shooting him first. You know. What yeah, man? because so.
4: because those guys aren't doing that to you after you throw a pick. They're exactly. Not. exactly. You know. What I mean? Oh man. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm not a fan exactly. of that kind of stuff. I'm yeah, man. shooting so, him first. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like,
6: if I got you know one bullet, I yeah. got no bullets because I'm shooting him first. I'm just gonna go for my own, you know what I'm saying? I'll go for myself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, he's he's, oh, he's not man. a guy, he's not a guy, with, you know, I would I would want to go to war with, bro. And I yet
5: they it. still gave him all that money. They had to,
6: they had to. I mean, because remember, I remember it was a big debate. Who would you rather have? A Kyler Murray who was going through those contract negotiations, nobody right. wanted me. Uh, right, and they were talking about trading him, or would you want Jalen Hurts? Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's have that same debate now. I never wanted him because remember me and you, Derek. We we was like, no, nah, because I I mean, this guy he's 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 so shady. I would never want him.
5: No, he shut you know down. He took everything off Arizona Cardinals off his social media back in February. March. Yeah, so I was like, nah, you no, know? I don't
6: want him. I don't yeah. want him. And it was like a true bit, like. You know, because I can remember guys like on on uh, WIP, like, oh no,
4: I, I would want him. I I don't want them. You can have them. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's. Him. I'm glad you bring that up, Eric, because I think it's a fascinating debate in general now. Like, sort of revisiting. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Jalen versus, you know, who yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Play. exactly. That's great, right there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, the, all right. So let's do it. So all right, let, let's uh let's go in the, through the uh, NFC East. Let's start there. Dak or Jalen?
6: At this point, I, I would want Jalen. I, I do want Jalen. I agree.
4: I don't really think it's worth it to go Daniel Jones or Carson Wentz. Would we agree? <laughs> I think we're – I think check, check. Let's move on. Uh, um, you go to the north. Go to the north. Justin Fields. I, and I'm not one who kills Justin i I think it's a kind of a mess of a situation. And give the guy a little bit of time, although it doesn't look good. Just give him a little bit of time.
6: I mean, he got I, to, man, because it's – yeah. He's not he getting coached. No, he's not man. getting
5: –
4: You can put him in a
6: position.
5: That kid that's telling me, you're sending this kid to a gunfight with a cap gun every yes. week. Yes, yes. You know, and that's
4: okay. sad. But I still, for right now, I'm taking Hurts all day. But I'm Absolutely. not writing him off. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Jared Goff, he's having a nice year. I give him yeah. props. He's kind of resurrected his career to an extent, right. so I give right. him credit. But I'm taking Jalen Hurts all day uh, over Jared Goff. Uh, Rodgers, obviously, forget Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Right, Right, Uh, right. uh Kirk that's Cousins, true. I'll take Jalen Hurts. I'll take well, Hurts, agree.
7: Too. I okay? agree.
4: I'll go. Uh, Let's go to the South. Mariota, and, no, no question. Yeah. No, Baker, Nope. no, nope. Uh, Whoever's James, in New Orleans, James. Yeah, if you plug in, <laughs> fill in the Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. No, thank you. Taysom no, Hill, it's, James. It, uh, yeah. So let's no. take Brady. Brady and Rodgers just get rid of. It. Right,
6: right, uh, right Go right, to the
4: right. West. Kyler Murray or Jalen.
6: Jalen. I'm uh, Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Stafford. I still go Jalen. Because now you're seeing, you seeing what his inequities are, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's not, he's not, he's not putting his team in a great position right now. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it has a lot to do with the offensive line, his offensive line, but you still, if you put Jalen behind his offensive line, I think you'll still get some production because his ability Mm -hmm. to get out of there.
4: Okay. Okay.
6: And that's, that's, that's a, that's an asset that, you know, you now have to be like, all right, that's a huge asset that he has that he has the ability to get away from trouble. If you got is gonna sit back in the in the pocket, he's not. You know, he's not.
4: I, I also think. I think in Stafford's defense, a little bit. He's. I think he looks like he's beat up. I don't know what's going on with him. Either.
6: Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't look healthy either. He looks wrong. And that's it's for the most. I'm,
4: but I'm going strictly yeah. by this year. I got you. Right. I got to right. go last okay. year. Right. It's Stafford last year, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. All no right. Question. Um, Jimmy G slash Trey Lance, Jalen. I'm going Jalen with that. Oh, yeah. Too. Oh,
5: absolutely.
6: Yeah.
4: God bless what Geno Smith's doing. Like he's he's another one who's kind of like risen from the ashes. But I, no thanks, I'll, I'll take Jalen over Geno Smith. All right, then you go to the AFC East. I'll take Josh Allen.
6: Oh, I have to take yeah. Josh
5: Oh Allen. yeah,
4: Tua. I'm taking Jalen. Yeah, Jaylen. Mm-hmm. Uh Mac Jones. Jalen. Yeah, Jalen. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I'm going to bring the name up. Come on, man. Zach you Wilson. Don't even, why no, you I'm just. Name I know what's going to happen Zach- in the chat room as soon as I bring his name. I'll up.
5: take. I'll take Zach Wilson for. Conversation piece. Yes.
4: <laughs> yes, some kind of piece. He's taking some kind of piece. Yeah, uh, somebody's piece. That's what he's. Taking. You know, the somebody's jokes piece. by the way are already starting. Like Zach Wilson is ready for Giselle and Tom's breakup. You know that. Oh, uh, that. yeah, that's uh, what, what, is,
6: what is wrong with what is wrong with um? I'm not, I know what's wrong with, but
5: here we go, milf hunter why, again. Here we why, go.
6: No, yeah. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about what? AB man. Why would you post the man's wife, dog? You know that was your boy. You know he took you. He took you under his wing. Hey, man, Barry, He, he is something.
4: a an epic creep. Something,
5: something needs, somebody needs to corral that dude and get him mental help. And I've seen him on a couple of podcasts talking about his exit from Tampa and stuff, dude. And it's like his speech is a little bit slurred. I mean, in his, his mindset, man, I'm dude. I'm telling you, somebody <laughs> needs to help this dude, man. But Here, you know. here's
4: what annoys me about him though. Like he may, there may be like CTE issues. I don't know. I honestly don't know. None of us are. No, you know, but we sort of just assume and give him kind of, – I'm not saying you're doing this, Derek or Barrett, but people sort of give him a pass like, ah, eh, clearly something's wrong. Well, or he's just an a-hole. Like, or he's just an a-hole. Like, yeah, it, could it be yeah. that too? I mean, Brady tried to help him and, and throw him a lifeline, and all right. he's done is crap on Brady yeah, right, since. Yeah. Like, it's he's he's a backstabber, man. Yeah, he's man. a bad guy.
5: Hey, did you see this True. what Xander just posted? I haven't seen this. It said reported an hour ago that Brady and Giselle hired divorce lawyers. New York I Post seen is that.
4: reporting, yeah, that, if, that Brady hey, and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers.
5: If okay. it's in the Post, is legit. Um, you know what? New York Post is the best paper in the country in terms of getting these stories, not just New York stories, but national stories. Like, how do this? It's like TMZ and then the New York post I don't know how they do this
6: that's unbelievable yeah I don't know yeah, bro to. like like he's he the reason he got a divorce lawyer
5: because he wants her money <laughs> Look, no
6: the rare guy himself. who
4: doesn't get destroyed Look, you know right, what I mean? right.
5: no he's trying to protect his money before she gets her money and his money because you got those three kids involved yeah nine times out of ten the courts are going to rule in favor of mom yeah okay yeah you think well I,
6: man what? She, she, what? She's,
5: she's she's she's
6: way richer than him She'd been making like a hundred million dollars a year for me a year for yeah, a long, I wonder, kind of 90 million though, a year she, for a long time.
5: Yeah, but Barrett, I wonder since she became a mom, i mean, I think her visibility and her money making has has reduced significantly since she became she full-time. already made that money though. Oh, I know she did, but I'm just saying, look at the money he's made, you know, since then. Yeah, you know, yeah, think about right. that. Yeah, Endorsement right. deals, uh okay. contracts, and he took pay cuts now. He took a pay cut okay. in New England. Yep. And he took a pay cut to go to Tampa, but still look at the money he's making on the outside. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's, right. it's uh, yeah, look, it's uh, you hate
4: man. That stuff. It's sad, it's sad for sure. Um, all right, so where we're, okay, NFC North, Lamar, no, AFC, Jaylen. AFC, North. AFC okay. excuse me, AFC North, Lamar. Ooh. Jaylen. this one's tough, man. Ooh. It is tough. Um, I hate to say it,
5: I hate to say it. I'm leaning Lamar, and
6: I'm one. leaning Lamar too. Yeah, uh, I
5: hate to say it, I hate to say it.
4: Yeah.
6: And you can't, you can't, you know, you can't say anything other than you know this this guy can do it all,
4: and he's been doing it longer. So I, I have yeah. to get the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah. So
6: yeah. I,
4: again, that could change in a, in a year or two. It could change. I,
6: I want to see what the Ooh. I want to see what the stream says. Yeah, Uh heard the Lamar. Or well, here is yeah.
4: another interesting one. Heard the Lamar. Joe Burrow.
6: Joe Burrow.
4: Wow. Ow. No, or or Jalen. or Jalen or Jalen. These are all cops to Jalen. Yeah. Mm. I'm going Burrow. And I, I, I love, look, I love what Jalen's doing. I just, I think there's a, there's such an upside to Burrow.
5: I can't disagree with you, Rob. I, I'm on the fence on that one. I'm, I'm going to take the correct. Um, I'm going to take the politically correct road on this one and say, I feel both of them are very adequate and are and very different in what they do and very efficient. Oh,
4: thank you, President Gunn. Yes. Thank you.
5: I, I, you know what? Um,
6: I know, man. It's not easy. This hey, I can't I can't do it. I'm gonna go take,
5: Jalen. Take the approach, take the politically correct approach, B Brooks.
6: Okay. I'm going now, I'm just going Jalen. I I I'm going Jalen outright. I just think that you know he still hadn't scratched the surface on how good he can be. Okay. All
4: right. You know uh I mean? the other two they they're real Pittsburgh and Cleveland.
6: Oh,
5: I'll take I'll take Pickett.
4: <laughs> I'll take Trubisky all day. Um all you right. I wouldn't. I don't. There's too much. I don't know what he's gonna look like when he comes back, Barrett. Right,
6: right, right, right. much unknown with him
4: right now. Um. All right, let's go to the South. Davis Mills, please. Uh, Matt Ryan, old, uh, not happening. uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think you could have a debate at some point. Right now, Jalen's playing playing better than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is very young, but you know whatever. Uh, Tannehill, not. Uh, uh, (sighs) All right, the West. Here we go. Here we go. Russell Wilson, we know the body of work, but we know yeah. what this has looked like this year.
5: Right now, Jalen
4: going right now.
5: Right now, Jalen over Wilson. I never thought I would say that about Russell Wilson. How about but you, right man? now, Jalen over Wilson. I think I'm going.
6: I'm going Jalen also. Okay, I I, I, think, I, say, I I just think he. I don't see. I don't see Russell doing the same things that he. You know. Yeah. Run out even the same things he did last year. You know, because last year he played so you know, such a you know a, a, a an awkward game, man. I, I didn't know what body. he trying to do. Yeah, 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 I yeah. he yeah. played such an awkward game. But I, I'll 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 go
5: Jalen over.
4: Okay, uh, Derek Carr. I'm I'm taking Jalen.
5: I'm taking Jalen. I've never been a big Derek Carr fan, as uh, well documented. Um, I, I, I need to see Derek Carr win a big game before I can. Yeah, you know, I, I think Derek Carr has the mechanics. But again, here's one of these quarterbacks who put up great numbers one week and look like a pedestrian the next week. I've never seen a measure of consistency. You he's look at the end of the year. Well,
7: either. No,
5: but you look at the end of the year, he's got 41, 4,200 yards passing, 35 touchdowns. But what did he do with it? No, I agree. Did he, did he win a big game? Do you ever name a memorable game with Derek Carr? Yeah,
4: name there's a not, memorable game. There's not a lot to come to mind. I agree with you. Yeah. Um the other two, I'm going the other way. I'm still taking Herbert, and I'm still taking Mahomes. Uh, you know.
5: de- de- yeah. Oh, uh, no question. Those two. Yep. Yeah, I'm
4: with you 100 there. Yep. But but it's crazy that that's it's not a big pool here, man. No, like it's it's, not. No, it's,
7: it's
4: not. what five seven of them something like that. I mean, not a ton. All right, let's yep. let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Mike Cilc is going to be joining us from the Philadelphia Inquirer. We'll talk some Phillies and birds as well. And guess who came back last night? Played for the first time in a long time some guy named Simmons you may be familiar with. So we'll dive into all of that with Mike Russell. Turn? Huh? Russell Simmons. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's Russell Simmons' birthday. He is 65 today. He was going to be on wow. the birthday list, but Derek ruined it. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> well, uh, you, gave, you gave away the birthday. Nobody would have known that, but you. You brought me. his name up. I couldn't let it go. I had to it. In. Uh, poor Mike's oh. going to deal with this when we come back. All right. So, Derek, Barrett, Rob, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk about Flint Tree Services. Flint Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any type of tree issues on your property, in your yard, if you do, now's a great time to give them a call. They are uh, a tree service company that trims all types of trees and service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, storm and hurricane season is upon us. This nasty weather that we're getting, and I'm sure you've gotten in your area as well. It's a great time to get your trees evaluated. Make sure that they're up to standards that they're going to be able to stay up in the wind and the heavy rains and the snow and everything else that we get uh coming up this time of year. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Flint Tree Services is available at 610-850-2848 610-850-2848 or online at flinttreeservices.com that's Treeservices.com.
3: The greatest fans on earth.
11: action news at 11 with rick williams it's the team you trust to bring it all together the stories that impact your community a sports roundup for the locals and the accuweather forecast you depend on action news at 11 with rick williams go to get your game on
2: go for the beers go for the cheers go for the hit and the hits go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
12: Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why.
4: Friends, we are Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett Brooks, Dark Gun, Rob Ellis. Always, always excited when our next guest joins us. You can check out his work at inquirer.com as well. You can follow him on Twitter. Does an amazing job, really, you know, with, with all the sports. And that's one of the reasons why we love to have him on, just to be able to kind of jump around. But you can follow him on Twitter for all of his works, as well as you can link up for uh, with his great book, uh, The Rise of Kobe. Uh, which is an amazing, amazing uh, book, at, at Mike Sealski on Twitter. Mike, welcome to the show, man. How you doing?
13: Thanks for the intro, Rob. Good to see you guys.
4: Our, our pleasure, Mike. How about what's going on in Philadelphia sports? You have uh, the Eagles are 4-0, the only undefeated team in the NFL. You have a, a baseball playoff team, the first time we said that, in 4,010 days. You have the Sixers taking on Ben Simmons last night, which was somehow fell to like third in the pecking order, which is hard to fathom. Hard to if I had something creative to say about the Flyers, I would. I don't, but I'll give you three out of four. Ain't bad, man. I,
13: I got one for the Flyers. They okay. are well on track to getting the number one overall pick in next year's oh, NHL geez. draft, which they absolutely <laughs> need.
4: Oh my god! That's why you're you, man. That's why <laughs> oh you're on the hey, um, So, Mike, let, let's start with the Phillies. Um, and I know you know you've been very critical of the sport, uh, you know, over the last few years. But from a team perspective, to accomplish something that they haven't done in more than a decade. For them to get there, when you think about a managerial change, losing an MVP for a really long stretch, losing Gene Segura, you know, one of their better players for a very long stretch, Wheeler at the end, which, you know, hurt them, not to mention some things in the bullpen that, we, that were shaken up. Where do you put this in perspective against the landscape of third wild card, sort of watered down a little bit in some people's eyes?
13: Great for them to get in. Um, and I think it's, it does speak to the jobs that both Dave Dombrowski and Rob Thompson did uh, in their respective roles as general manager and as manager. Uh, I think Thompson's elevation uh, after Joe Girardi got fired speaks to an underrated aspect of sports in general and baseball in particular. The manager does matter, he does matter. Atmosphere matters. Feeling good coming into work day after day matters and will help you perform better. And I think replacing Girardi, who and I've used this phrase before, if you handed the guy a lump of coal, he would squeeze it into a diamond with his <laughs> fist. With Rob Thompson, who's much He's more like laid Cameron back. He's like Cameron
4: from Ferris Bueller. Exactly, dad.
13: man. Just you know, you you can't you can't be around somebody for 162 games, 180 days. And, and have them be that tight all the time. You right. are just not going to perform at your best if you're working in that environment. I believe that to be true, and Girardi to me was disappointing in that regard, and Thompson was a breath of fresh air. And, it, and then to Dombrowski, I think you know, the moves that he made, the acquisitions that he made, um, gave this team some depth that really helped pull them through. To your point, Rob, they missed guys during the course of the season. They went a long time without Bryce Harper, a long time without Gene Segura, uh, and they were able to withstand that. And so, to me, the coolest part of last night, honestly, was seeing uh, two of the three guys who – well, actually, all three of the guys who pitched the game for the Phillies. Mm. Aaron Nola, Jose Alvarado, and Zach Eflin. Um, each kind of a comeback story in his own respect. We all know about Nola's struggles in, late in the season, and Alvarado looked like he was lost forever. Got you know, He was like the left-handed nuke – Lelouch or something like that 100 miles an hour and couldn't throw strikes early this season and then of course Eflin with the amazing comeback and being that on you know out on the mound for the ninth inning so it was a cool thing to see it it really was
5: hey hey Mike um, two things first of all I'm looking at that background behind you it looks like you are being held captive and forced (laughs) to talk to us today this this is my hand you
13: okay drop gunner this is you know are you okay?
5: Um, <laughs> Blink twice. If you need us to send reinforcement,
13: <laughs> man, I was too lazy to go to take my laptop downstairs and go with the cool backdrop in the dining room. This is where I write. This is where I make all my phone calls for my reporting. I'm just locked in.
4: Mike, I've already sent okay. supplies. Right. So it'll be okay. all right. Don't worry.
13: <laughs>
7: Follow just, me. Follow me
13: to
5: freedom. I didn't know if you needed the Navy Seals or Green Beret or whatever. Just to, just to make sure you're okay. Because you my boy. I just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> Thanks okay. for the thought, Gunner. All right. So seriously, though, no. yeah, what the Phillies were able to do, and and obviously they had us tense for the last few weeks of the season, riding that proverbial roller coaster, but the bottom line is they're in. And when you start sizing up who they could potentially play, especially we talked about it earlier with Tom McCarthy um, – and I look at in a short series when you look at the potential starting pitching for this team. I don't fear anybody they could go up against right now. I mean, there was a time about a month ago, like, geez, I hope they don't play the Mets, the Dodgers, brace. Right? Well, you got to play one of them. But right now, I, you know, the Dodgers may be a little bit of an exception to the rule. But right now, I'd like their chances in this first round, whoever they face, whether it's the Mets or or the
13: Cardinals. I agree with you completely, Gunnar. Um, they, to me, strike me as the team either you really, really want to play yeah. because they're so freaking happy that they got into the playoffs that yeah. they're going to forget they have more games coming, or they are the last team you want to play because they're playing with house money and they're so loose. And from a, just from a roster standpoint, right. they are a top-heavy team when it comes to pitching and when yep. it comes to their lineup. Yep. And that can – help them in a short series all you need is Zach Wheeler to be great one day and Aaron Nola to be great the next day and maybe Bryce Harper or Kyle Schwarber or Reese Hoskins pops a home run or two yeah and before you know it you're on to the next round of the playoffs um so I'm not saying that's going to happen I'm just saying that they are I agree with you I think they're set up so that it it wouldn't should not be surprising if they make a little bit of a run here
4: yeah (laughs) <laughs> well i uh, mike i look at it too like if you get the cardinals and they've been unbelievable the, the second half of the season but it, you don't see a pitching staff where you're like oh my god like the, if the mets throw Degrom and scherzer at you of course you're you're kind of like ambassad whoa but the cardinals to me if i'm looking at it so, you know and I'm, I'm in iowa or wherever and i don't care I, i'm looking at wheeler nola and suarez i'm saying the phillies have a shot here in this thing
13: Yeah, absolutely. It's the funny part about baseball, Rob, right? Where the season is 162 games and teams and players are judged on the long haul. What do you do from Mm. April 1st all the way to October 1st? And the totality of it is how we evaluate you. Then you get to the playoffs and all of a sudden baseball becomes the NFL pretty much. Mm. You know, no other sport Mm. is like that. The NHL and the NBA, it's best of seven. It's still a grind similar to the regular season baseball isn't like that baseball all of a sudden becomes a sprint and that's Mm -hmm. often why you see teams that weren't the best in their respective leagues go on and make a run to the world series or win a world series is because they just get hot at the right time you know we talk about that with respect to the nhl all the time like oh if you got a hot goalie you can make a run actually it's much more true in baseball i find
6: oh yeah you look at it you know i mean the braves winning last year they got hot right what is it Three, you know, a month or three weeks before, you know, they went into the playoffs. That's all you need, man. I, you know, just looking at it and just the the air that's going around in, in Philly sports. It usually goes in droves like that. You know, all three teams are good. It's all four teams are good at the same. Well, I'm say I'm gonna take. um let me take flyers. the flyers out of yeah, here. We'll let's make out. It Three out of four. Like <laughs> <I> said, <starting laughs> Stop! You know dumping what? on the flyers.
13: Right. Look up and and drop them somewhere. You right. know, it's they're, like they're smelly or something. I
6: yeah. mean, it's, it's it's crazy because you know, I was going to actually we were talking about manners, but you look at Daryl Morey, Dombrowski, Howie Roseman, and then you got Chuck, Chuck Fletcher. Fletcher, Chuck Fletcher. I mean, where where is he good enough? He's been there since two thousand eighteen. Stop dumping. What, the what are we going to do? What are we going to do?
13: <laughs> I can't believe we're going to talk about the Flyers. Yeah, this is already too many
4: Flyer references yeah. already. So <laughs> I, the I say, is pissed off right now. I started
13: it. <laughs> yeah, I would say this, Barrett, to your to your point. The NFL is, is a different animal. And you guys know this because you can retool every single year. Right. You never really have to rebuild over the long term in the NFL because if you're smart, you, you know, and, and players' careers are so short generally, you can turn a roster over quickly and get good fast, right? Yes. We've seen this with the Eagles. They were 4-11 in 2020 and boom now they're they've they're 4-0 this season and you know all of Philadelphia thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl 100 to nothing and go 20 and 0 this season. <laughs> the Sixers the, the Sixers and the Phillies are in kind of the same sort of place which is they've been knocking on the door for a while either getting to the playoffs or getting past the second round and they've made no bones about the fact that they are all in, right? They they went and got the Sixers went and got James Harden. The Phillies went ahead and made these signings in the offseason and added pieces during the season to say, we got to get in the playoffs. We got to give ourselves a shot. The Flyers are completely different from that. They've got to break everything down and build it back up again. Um, and hockey that can that works at hockey. It does to even to a degree that it probably doesn't in the in Major League Baseball or the NBA. So I think that's what you're seeing is you're seeing teams with at least three of them with like a clarity of purpose, mm-hmm. right? We know what stage we're at right now. We need to try to win. We are chasing championships. And so therefore we are making moves to get closer uh, to that goal. And so far the Phillies and everybody hopes the Sixers are, are actually getting closer
4: to that goal. Mm. And Mike, t- back to the Eagles here. Um, are they, I know they're off to the four and start, but did, has it looked a lot better than you anticipated kind of where you thought it would be where, where do you fall on just what we've seen thus far i think they've been
13: really good rob i mean i was the guy who who after the minnesota game was like hey it's only two games pump the brakes here just a little bit because you know i've i've been around a while we've all been around a while we've seen eagles teams that get off to 2 and 0 starts 3 and 0 starts and then Something happens and they cool off. The rest of the NFL catches up to them. You know, remember Carson Wentz's rookie year when they were 3-0 and and destroyed the Steelers. Right. And everybody thought, holy cow, this is going to be great. And they finished 7-9. and Well, yeah, but the, a,
6: we call them September Super Bowls,
13: you know. Right.
6: Sean, you know, Sean, one of the great producers at NBC, he
13: calls them September Super Bowls. We had four of them already.
6: So yeah, <laughs> that,
13: that's exactly right, Barrett. But these last two weeks have been really, really impressive um, yeah. to see what they did, you know, in in Landover against Washington to, to completely dominate that game from a defensive standpoint. Um, and then to come back the way that they did against the Jaguars in those weather conditions, the way that they did it, um, their offensive line is just tremendous. And that yeah. to me makes all the difference in the world. Yep. Um, you know, the fact that the, that line is that good, uh, that you can they, – they are running the ball down teams' throats whenever they want to. Uh, whenever the opposing team knows that they're going to try to do it, they're still able to do it. And that is – that to me is big because that allows the offense to be diverse. You know, you can do that. You have weapons on the outside now for Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. Um, you, you see the defense playing better. Uh, I think they're really good, and I think their schedule shapes up really, really well. Um, you know, it would not surprise me if they're the number one seed in the NFC come the playoffs.
5: Mike, do you see a flaw in the Eagles' game, in offense or defense, right now? Uh,
13: I mean, I, I look. I, I like Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts has played beyond anybody's, you know, expectations mm-hmm. of him, even their their greatest expectations of him. Um, but he hasn't won a playoff game. He's got to. He's got to go through. And win some really tough games yet. And, you know, I, I think if you if you were to have to put the ball in his hands to a certain degree to say, Jalen, you got to throw it for us to win it. You know, I think there's a bit of a hesitation there. Um, you know, and I hate to, I, I feel like I'm piling on him and I don't mean to. It's just simply a matter of, you know, can he continue playing at this level the rest of the season? Maybe he'll prove me wrong. Or maybe he'll silence the skepticism I have. But for right now, that would be my hesitation is, you know, when push comes to shove, if they go against an Aaron Rodgers or, you know, a quarterback who is at least Hurts as equal, if not better, um, are they going to be able to keep up in, in that kind of game?
4: Mike, isn't it fascinating? Like as many, as much as we laud and rightfully so Howie for what he did this off season, I mean, major moves, uh, A.J. Brown being the headliner, but a lot of really good moves. They flirted with Russell Wilson. They flirted with Deshaun Watson. And so many times in sports, it's the move you don't make that, that ends up being the right move. And and you look at the way it's played out. It's been a disaster in Cleveland, kind of a circus. Russell Wilson looks like he's, you know, a, a tenth of what he was. And now Jalen Hurts is is just ascending. It's amazing. Yeah,
13: it is amazing, Rob. And and But it does speak to the nature of the NFL and how you build a team now, right? Because if... If the Denver Broncos are going to trade for Russell Wilson, and you and guys, we've talked about this before, if, if they're going to trade for Russell Wilson, or you're going to sign your quarterback to a $40 million a year contract for five or six years, you are necessarily hampering your ability to strengthen the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. And the advantage that the Eagles have now is Jalen Hurts is playing the way that he is and counting only $1.9 million against the salary cap. Because then they can go out and get A.J. Brown and pay everybody else that they need to pay and make the team around him that much better. I always kind of hesitate when I hear people ask, does this mean Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback? Well, yeah, he's a franchise quarterback. If He's only making $2 million a year, and you can build a team around him. But if you start paying Jalen Hurts or another quarterback $35, $40, $45 million a year, are you necessarily going to be... As strong a team. So look, they're doing this smartly. They're doing it the right way. They are taking advantage of that quarterback rookie contract window. And Jalen hurts is playing terrifically through four weeks. Uh, I think that's what gives them a real shot. Uh, beyond that, you know, we'll see, but mm-hmm. this season they got a real, they got a legitimate shot at a championship.
5: Hey, I want, I want to shift gears to to, uh, for, to basketball for just a moment um, because we jokingly talked about once it was announced that Ben Simmons might play against the 76ers last night, oh, you knew there was going to be a contingent of Philly fans taking that train up to, to Brooklyn. And sure enough, lo and behold, you had a nice contingent of Sixers fans who went to Brooklyn just to boo him. Um what, what what should we make of Ben Simmons at this point? Okay, he's back on the court now. Uh, he seems to have this inner peace that I didn't think he would ever find. He's being embraced by an organization that is told him, we don't care if you shoot because you can do so many other things so well. Just come on out. Be a part of the crew. What, what should we make of Ben Simmons
13: moving forward here? We should make of him that he should not take any fadeaway jump shots from the, <laughs> near the foul line. Or Did free throws. See- Did you see that video? Kevin Kincaid of Crossing Broad posted it on Twitter. It it looked like, you know, Zach Wheeler was standing at the foul line and throwing a fastball against the backboard. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was ugly. So Mm -hmm. look, the Nets can say all they want about, we just need Ben to play defense and run the floor and set up Kevin Durant and you know Kyrie Irving when he's able to play or feels like playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is NBA teams are going to force Ben Simmons to do things that he is not comfortable doing. And mm-hmm. then we will see how far he apparently or supposedly has come in his mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, color me more than skeptical. I'm with you.
4: Like, like the takeaway from last night, and I watched a good amount of the first half, um, was – He's exactly what we thought he was. He's athletic. He's big. Uh, he has good court vision. He can dunk if, if, if you hit him, you know, trailing and, and throwing it down and on a fast break setting. Like, he had all of that. That was all there. He can rebound. He's 6'11", 6'10". But he still can't shoot. He's still not willing to shoot. He still can't shoot free throws. So, you know, he's the same player, which means he's effective, but what happens when the nets are in a playoff push or in the playoffs and they're doubling and tripling Kyrie and, and, and Durant and, and or Joe Harris and he's forced to shoot. What happens then is, is like, it's such a wait and see with him. It's impossible to even gauge anything right now.
13: Yeah. I I agree with you, Rob. To me last night, he looked like he looked when he was with the Sixers. I mean, that's, that's what it came down to. And, you know, I, I just, I, you know, people get banned from Twitter for a lot of different reasons. I- I'm at the point now where anybody who posts any video of Ben Simmons shooting jump shots in warm-ups or in a summer scrimmage or something like that should be banned from Twitter. Get off of social media because we've all seen it. <laughs> it's all been there. We get it, okay? But he doesn't shoot them in the games, and he probably never will, yes. so stop it. Agreed. Cool.
6: Yeah. That's, well, that's um... – <laughs> You, you know you can't take you can't take the the spots off a lever. you can't take the stripes off of, of a tiger, that's what he is and I think that that's good enough for 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 what he wants. You just got to take him off the court. You got to take a max player off the court when push comes to shove when you need to score. It's a
13: great point. That's all yeah. it is, man. Yeah, no, you're one hundred percent right, Barrett, and that's you know that's the thing that frustrated people here. And I think, you know, frustrates honest people around, you know, who who cover and follow the NBA, right. which is that everybody can see that if he would just shoot the ball a little bit, if he would just work on this and get past whatever it is that he is afraid to do when it comes to shooting, um, that he would be a great player. But he's but not my, a great player because he my, has this there. obvious flaw, this obvious flaw, and you can't see past it. And you can very easily exploit it. Well, you know, I you know, I
6: started thinking of it a different way now. Maybe he can't shoot because he's just not a good
4: shooter. Yes. Well, yeah. That's
6: that's 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 my belief now. I I played basketball and I was underneath I mean, if I go if, if, if I go nine and a half feet out, I'm gonna miss. But if I stay right in nine, eight and a half going on in, I was muddy.
4: You yeah, just got to know what you're good at. The, the issue is Barrett, when you're playing point guard, yeah. I, I know, I know he's positioned, yeah. but if you're playing point guard, the odds are you're going to have to probably shoot at some, point right, in the right, right, side. right. Like right, it's right. not, you underneath just owning people in, right. in St. Louis. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, I, baby Barkley over there. Right. Uh, so you know, uh, Mike. And any uh, back to and the, getting somebody, paid and, and getting paid a max contract
6: and getting paid yeah. a max. Yeah. Contract. yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. Yes. Uh, as somebody once famously said, let's get it back to the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> do you see any kind of letdown this week? This is a Cardinals team that's very eh uh, in a lot of ways. Maybe the Cowboys on deck.
13: Look, they're going to lose a game eventually, um, yep. and it's very possible that that they could lose this week. Kyler Murray, you know, is you know can put up can do spectacular things at the quarterback position. The Cardinals have weapons. Um, you know, would I be would I be surprised if they lost? No, I mean I expect them to win, but it wouldn't shock me if they lost the game. Um, look. They're going to I think they're going to I'd said 12 wins at the beginning of the season, 12 and five. Um, I think they can eclipse that. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if they do, that's still necessary. You know, that still means they're going to lose two, three, four games in a season. Um, And so when that happens, we'll see how they respond to it. Um, You know, but let down. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm not sure about that yet.
5: Hey Mike, in looking at the Philadelphia sports landscape right now, and you being a man who wears many hats as a columnist, um, what percentage of your immediate future duties will you dedicate to the Eagles Phillies and maybe even the Sixers for that matter?
13: It'll still be mostly Eagles Gunner. Um, you know, and part of that is only because I'm actually out of town this weekend, a family wedding. So I can't go to St. Louis for the Phillies anyway. Um, but, you know, I'll probably just stick to mostly Eagles and uh, some Sixer stuff and eventually work okay. some flyers and big five in there as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we we have plenty of people who can cover the Phillies very well, yeah. um, who've been around that team in recent years more than I have. So I can I can weigh in on them from a distance, but we've got we've got plenty of people equipped to to go in depth on them.
5: Are you sure you are free and out of town? You are not being confined. You can tell us.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome.
13: I'll help you catch him, Clarice. Yes.
4: <laughs> what
13: a great line. Oh that is God. an
4: awesome line.
5: Oh, oh
13: my goodness. Uh, it does look like that, though, doesn't it? Have you ever, yeah, yeah. ever seen the first movie, Manhunter? Um, oh, yeah. Like the original yeah. uh, Hannibal wow. Lecter yeah. movie yeah. Uh, that yeah. Michael Mann did? He's in a, he's in a cell very much. Like, it looks like I'm in right now.
4: Uh, all right. Most importantly, Mike, oh, uh, how do you feel about gender reveals? Because <laughs> we saw that <laughs> Wagner's not a big fan of him. We saw that last night.
13: Holy cow. Was that something else or what? Yeah, and Jason man. Kelsey best, was the one the game. who, yes, it who tweeted it, who said, you know, these gender reveals are getting out of hand. Yes. And, uh. Um, man, that was something else. I, I love seeing stuff like that. I do. God bless Mike Curtis, who did that, you know, yeah. all those years ago for okay. the Baltimore Colts, yep. where he clotheslined the fan who ran on the field. Um, you know,
4: and good for Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Was Was it a that. gender reveal because faith.
5: the story came out that it was a protester who ran out on the field?
4: Oh, I thought he was. He had the pink on. I because thought it was it, a gender yeah, reveal. I did
5: too. But no. then I saw a story no. last night. Uh, I think it was on ESPN.com that said it was a protester who got loose on Uh-oh. the field.
13: Yeah, I, th- I think Gunnar's right. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I give Wagner credit because who knows what, you know, I, you guys might have been there. I remember a game uh, the Eagles played then the Redskins in 2002 at FedEx Field. And it was a year after 9-11. And there was a commotion in the stands and there was tear gas, I think, set off in the stands police had that, done yeah. that to, to quell a disturbance or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And, um, so that, I mean, that was the other end of the spectrum, right? That was one of yeah. those instances really kind of scary, but then to have, you know, this Joker run on the field and have Bobby Wagner just, you know, hit him like he's, you know, Deshaun Jackson crossing the middle or something that was no, well-deserved.
7: Go, go, <laughs>
6: like, go to YouTube. And I, I was out in the gap. I was actually, I think I was in the huddle when, um, we were, uh, I was with the Steelers. When we were playing in Cleveland. A fan ran out of the field and he ran towards our sideline and James Harrison picked him up and oh. dumped him
13: over. You've on seen the that, head. yes. Boom. Yep.
6: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, all one move too.
7: Yeah.
13: You you have to be a more you have to be a moron to do that. There's a hundred men on the field who could grind you into a fine powder if they wanted to. And you're gonna go run on the field and interrupt the game. Give me a oh break.
5: Unfortunately, in this social media world we live in. He's got exactly what he wanted. Yeah. He's probably at a million Yeah, he went viral.
4: He 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 and all his buddies. He he
13: went viral, and he's going to be eating his lunch through a straw for the next six months.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. Mike, great stuff, man. Uh, Love your work. We'll follow you on Twitter, at Mike Sealski. Of course, inquirer.com. And the and great book, "The Rise," uh, Kobe Bryant, and, and of course your work on uh, on the weekends on WIP with Glenn Macdown. Mike. We, we appreciate you
5: a We can we will help you. I'll Just
13: text you the the when I get out of here. I'll give send you text to let
0: you know I'm okay. In the,
4: in all, right. all right, Mike. All right, Mike. All right, we'll do this. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> See you guys. All right, yeah, God, you're right. They the, had like the the old signal was kind of <laughs> like you know, frayed a little bit right there. Oh my goodness, that's funny. That's funny. All right, so we're gonna come back, guys. NFL talk. We'll continue with the Eagles discussion as. 12. we'll dive into some nfl last night's game the bobby wagner's thing uh jerry gives us an update on Dak, uh Tua meeting with the nfl and the nfl pa tom and giselle uh we're going to do afc power rankings A- nfl running back rankings as well so don't go anywhere Derek barrett rob sports day jacob sports youtube network right back
11: Faces you know. The team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program. Action News. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers.
2: Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean.
4: Tuesday. so barrett a source has told me that uh we are extremely low on the likes uh so let's uh if we could let's all pull together and smash the like button it's great for the show it gives it more exposure it allows us more of an outlet if you will so absolutely
6: you, let's get on the likes you know what i mean? mean
4: do a brother a favor
6: and hit the like button all right we you know without it. likes, without likes it's hard for us to stay employed Yes, that is correct. We like
4: employment. We we, we like to be able to, to uh, right. pay the bills and right, uh, right, have right. the lights on and all that good stuff. By the way, speaking of that, um, I'm not proud of this, uh, but I gave in to peer pressure and the heat's on in the house. Oh, I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up.
0: Wait, what do you I don't like know? it. I'm not Why? happy
4: with it. Wait, you're not happy the heat's on in your house? No. I want it to hold out until like... It got a little colder. Yeah. yeah. What?
6: I mean... Because I mean that's more of a that's a bill. That's yeah, that's... more
4: paper, man. It's more Wait, didn't
6: you didn't you turn the heat on your house yet, Bear? No, I in fact I just the guy just got had just today. That's why I had to get off the um get off our meeting with you guys. The guy the solar guy came today with the township so they could okay the electric in my box and all that stuff so I can get this solar turned on. Are you serious? Um
5: it still haven't been turned on yet. I'm I haven't looking... reached the benefits of it yet. So 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 um Sunday night when I get home, no, yesterday, when, after we did the show yesterday, um, my house is freezing, right? Right, same. <clears throat> my hands are cold. I'm like, this is enough of this mess. I, it, the AC was still blowing. So I went downstairs nonchalantly. My wife was in her office on a uh, Zoom meeting. I flipped that switch. I, matter of fact, Sunday night, I just basically turned it off, the system off because the AC was still blowing over the weekend. Right. So I turned the system off, and so nobody complained. I'm like, OK. So yesterday, I hit the switch, turned it on heat. Dude, it was like it was like that music coming down from heaven. <laughs> oh!
7: oh.
5: Yeah. Dude, the, house, yeah. the house all of a sudden warmed up. I'm thinking, my wife's going to be the first one to complain. Who turned the heat on? Right. Man, let me tell you right. That heat feel good right now. So you two? I thought I was going to have to hold out a little bit longer. But you two, I, you go ahead and freeze your butts off. I'm mean, enjoying. You know, do had-
6: see what it is is I had yeah. I had I actually had my fault, uh, right? That's right. I had um I had to turn the heat on because Sanji, you know, she just had her knee replaced, right? So she has the icing and she has the little machine, you know, kind of oh. the same shit I had. That the so she gets real cold. Yeah. But I think, you know, because she's old, she's starting to go through um No, menopause. you didn't. I don't no, you that. didn't call
5: don't, your wife don't, up. Don't, Why did don't, you? Don't no,
4: don't you do did Don't do that. How many
5: years you have been married? You don't know uh, better enough to say that? Keep
4: she's moving. Keep moving. On. Keep moving.
5: What's she's that? Let's
6: go on with the conversation, man. Okay.
4: okay. Keep the no, conversation I going. Wait.
5: I can't wait to tell her Oh, it. my it's... God. Yes, come on, man.
6: Don't
4: make that way, mistake though. again, Very, Not around her, at least. Yeah, all you right so. dip,
5: man. You get cut doing stuff like
6: yeah, that's, that. No. That's dangerous. I no, know,
5: I know. I
4: know. We I know. like you. We like you. But she was around. cold,
6: but she was cold. Okay. So I had to turn it up because her knee was cold, but then I turned it up the heat up. They to Turn heat it down. It's too dang hot in here. I'm like, make my mind up. You know what I'm saying? And make I, my mind up. I, I got, got heat.
4: Up. I just get heat. The my wife and my daughter nonstop. I just it's freezing in here. I'm like, <laughs> well, Rob, I thought you liked the else. heat. I uh, like it for the heat, though. I like it outside. I don't know if I like it inside where <laughs> it costs me money. What?
5: <laughs> right. What? We all don't have big money like you, D Yeah, stop. You stop the line. Stop. You've been telling that lie for too long. No, let me. You let got let like somebody... eighty-five jobs. I got one and a half. Eighty-five. Well, like the 85 last
4: jobs. two days have been the worst because it's pouring. Which yes. If you, you're coming yes. in from the outside, yes. you're, you're soaked and it's cold. It's like you, it's hard to. It's hard to justify you it. You know what's hey. pissing
6: me off for real? For real? well huh. That it's like this raining out there like that. And this is one of the few times that I could have got up in the morning and worked on my truck because yeah. I didn't have anything to do. I know yeah. as soon as it, you know, as soon as it gets better outside, it, it it's, it's gonna be a position where yeah, I won't yeah. be able to do it because I'm gonna have something to do during the daytime You're right. to stop yep. me from doing it. Hey, Barry, exactly. you
5: need to read Mr. Taz said right here. What's that? You need to read what he said, you, you tell you calling your wife old read what Mr. Taz just said. Breaking news. I don't I don't, I don't see, see it. it. Yeah. You don't see it? No. It's Mr. Taz, it. breaking news. Former NFL player Barrett Brooks found dead in go. his
4: garage. No <laughs> suspect. <laughs> <laughs> have been that's rough. <laughs> oh my God. God, that's God. Rough. <sighs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh well, listen my
6: listen, listen boy Tony, uh Captain Tony. Hey Rob, oh. the
4: queen is a little chilly, <laughs> and the king put the heat on like a wimp. did? Wow! Oh. John
5: Dickerson rubbing dry Cheerios together produces heat. <laughs> I know.
4: <laughs> Don't I know it?
6: My fault, Rob. My fault. I'm the one. that – I didn't really told everybody about it. No, I started like this.
4: I, I, I oh, it's true. Goodness. Oh yeah. my god!
6: I All right. First, when I first met you, man, I saw the Cheerios. I, what the hell? Oh, I don't care.
4: I love it. <laughs> I to believe me, Barrett. I've been taking heat for that since uh since I was a little a wee little one, a wee little lad.
5: I but, I had
4: never heard that.
5: I had never known that about Rob until we started this show.
4: Yeah. I, oh, right. I, well, yeah. I
5: just,
6: we mean we working on the show. In fact, me and Rob were the originals on um on we on, on breakfast on broad. So yeah. I didn't know that I had the job and and. I'm sitting back, you know, like, well, I was, you know, I had to come to Rob, I'm like, Rob, why are we interviewing people? You know, they even told me that I have the job and he said, he said, take it from me, bro. If we're interviewing people, that means we got the
7: job.
4: Because yeah. I, I didn't know Rob, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, like, <laughs> I didn't want you twisting and turning, man. I want you to know. <laughs> I, I felt bad. I had, had no
6: clue. I had no clue. Yeah. And
4: we, no we, we, we ran through a, a lot of different people. It was interesting right. in, the, in the process. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, let me just hit this, and we'll get to last night. So Jerry Jones did his radio hit today uh, in Dallas, and he said that Dak's not ready, so we will not be seeing Dak this week. Yeah, you know, there was some hope that he was going to play this week. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, gonna I don't.
6: Happen. I don't. Yeah, I don't need him to be ready to roll this week, so he'll yeah. be more better to roll next week. We yes. need him to be ready to roll next week
4: when That's we play cool. against
6: him. That's yeah. the hope
4: a rusty Dak next week against yes. the The following week against the Eagles. Yes. So Jer, Jer, oh, go sit somewhere, Jer, Jer, yeah, Jer. <laughs> uh, and they, let's see who the this Cowboys do uh, a lot is a lot's wrong with us. Uh, so the Cowboys, uh, will be playing the, uh, Rams this week. That's so uh, they're at LA with a, uh, 425 start. That's the Cowboys. Of course, Cowboys Eagles. That's a Sunday night game. Uh, Back to the night games, guys. So um anyway, uh so Hate no that. no oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. night so, games. That means we're yeah. up all night. Yeah, it does. Um, all right, so no um no Dak next week. So the 49ers beat the Rams 24 to 9 last night, both teams two and two right now. It was a you know competitive game early, yes, uh throughout, and then and then the pick six, I think, really kind of sealed it later. Where Stafford threw the pick six, but that was a it was a hard fought game. The one thing, and I realize how good San Fran's defense is, so I know this plays a big part. But LA, they don't really have a consistent running game, and they don't have a lot of threats other than Cup. And I just wonder, you know, are there reinforcements? Am am I missing something? Like is somebody coming back, or is this kind of what they are offensively?
5: That's kind of what they've been. I think they're what they are right now.
6: Last year they had Odell. They right. don't have Odell anymore.
4: Yeah. So
6: when you don't have Odell, you don't have another threat. That
4: and you can... had Robert Woods till he got hurt.
6: Yeah.
5: Right. I don't know what happened with Allen Robinson, but man, he's more like Swiss Family Robinson right now. <laughs> this dude, I don't know what the heck he's doing.
4: And you would figure with an offensive mind like McVeigh, if you could, uh, you'd be able to unleash him. Like something's yes. up. Well,
6: it's not that. Is this what is up? Is the offensive line is like destroyed man i'm looking at that you know david edwards is out brian allen is out and they were just barely in yeah so you got you go on they're on their fourth guard their fourth right guard yeah their third center and you get no camaraderie or or or, you know nothing you know then so that means your best guard is uh is jackson so now jackson you know it's got to go against you know they're gonna put him alone a lot of time, and he wasn't good enough to be alone, or he wasn't good enough to have double team help, let alone mm-hmm. be alone. Correct. Right? You know, at, at the left guard position. I mean, the right guard position. So, you know, that's that's tough. You know, then you got you know, note bomb, note bomb. You know, he no, took over no. at the left guard, left tackle position. He's right. been getting whipped. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, he's thrust in a position to start because you know the other guy
4: retired, so and that was a feeding frenzy for that defensive line of San Francisco. Oh, oh. I, I what's it? Hassan Ridgeway got one last night, man. Yeah, Our old hard. friend, Good yeah. Boy,
5: ball, that defense is balling right now, man. Yeah. My goodness, and and then the then
6: then baby True Palomalu is is it I know. yeah, to, oh, yeah, Talano. Yep. Tolano- yeah, I want Nola. you to
4: pronounce first, that and last yeah, name go ahead. There. Yeah, take a track take
6: of that one. Tolano-a? No, I'm not saying
5: that. <laughs> Come on, man. We need the entertainment. Come on. Go ahead. Funga. Hufungus. Fungus. Did you say fungus? I said Funga.
6: Oh. Funga. Talanoa. Talanoa. Funga.
4: Talanoa. <laughs> Funga. I
6: don't know. Baller. I, I would say heard. it's baller. You could tell that he has a little bit of that um, – that, uh, you know, just wild hair and everything yeah, that I, you know, I I experienced, you know, with, with Troy, man, yes. Troy Palomalo. You know, I, I guess he trains with Troy. And Troy gave him a little pointers of what he can do because he, he's kind of the same type of guy, man, from USC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, running around just like him. You know, he's, in fact, he's a bigger version of Troy. He's just mm-hmm. not as thick as Troy was. Yeah, he, he's definitely skinnier. Yeah, but
4: you're right. Yeah, yeah he's they, they yeah, thicker, alike. yeah. But that was big, and, and you know, San Fran and Debo, of course, makes the big play. A lot of missed tackles, too. But yeah. uh, near interception, he takes it to the house, Debo doing Debo things. But he they um, – look, they're dangerous, man. is is Jimmy G just needs to not turn the ball over for them. And if he can do that, they're going to be tough. You know, they're going to be tough because that defense is so good. Shanahan can scheme enough up to make, you know, Jimmy G look solid. And they have weapons. San Francisco is the best team in that division. No question. There's no yeah. question about that. It's not the Rams. Um, it
6: should have been, it been
5: Jimmy G's team from the start. There it should, should never have been a bit been a debate about it. Let me tell you something. Whatever the Niners paid Debo Samuel, that 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 fifty seven yard touchdown, had, like, that man's worth every dollar he got his man. hands on.
7: Yep.
5: He, he, is he is strong, tough. fast. Tough. I mean, just, oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, we always look at him as this utility player, this Swiss knife player, and I just go, it just blows my mind. He had over fourteen hundred receiving yards last year. Yeah. You know. The man I'm gonna tell you what, dude, anytime he touches the ball, you have to hold your breath because he can take it to the house at any given moment. Mm-hmm. He just he just he's just a complete player, man. He's thick, he's physical.
6: You can put him a running back, you put him a tight end, you know. They 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 just they just mix things up with him, you know. He he can be put anywhere. And it's kind of like, you know, what I wanted to do with what was I gonna say? I don't know my fault, my fault. That's I was right. gonna say Jalen Rager. <laughs> I oh, mean, no. I, I, that's what I thought they were going to try well, to do it's with okay.
4: Jalen. You hoped it was going to turn. Yeah,
6: out. you know, and that's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was going to be that same type of player. Yeah. Jalen Rager had all the tools, you know, coming out of college to be that type of guy. You know what I'm saying? He could run, catch. He just lost. He just lost it all, man. He just yeah. lost it all. I don't know how you do it that fast. You just lose um, mm-hmm. all concepts of, you know, what I saw you do in college. To so what you got to the NFL. I mean, I just don't understand how you lose it all. Yeah. One fell swoop. He just like he not got to the NFL and never had it after that. I, you know what I'm saying? TCU, yes. was, he was yeah. balling at TCU. Now look at him. Right. TCU was balling right now, too.
4: Uh, they are. Undefeated. So, are your, so are your boys, by K-State, the way.
6: K State, they lost to Tulane, but ever since then, they've been balling too, man. Mm-hmm. Even Kansas is
4: undefeated. I know. That That's guy is done. Uh, Lee Pole has done a great job with them. Uh, what he did the he Buffalo do, man, I
6: mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you know, yeah. he has done an, a, an outstanding job. I mean, he, he's, he's legit. Definitely legit. Yeah, he's definitely legit. legit.
4: Um, all right, so a couple other odds and ends. Tua is meeting with the NFL and the NFLPA today as they go through their investigation for him being allowed to come back and play four days later after that hit. I, it feels like something's going to happen here. I, I, you know that something's going to go down. They're going to they're going to they're going to institute some more serious measures. I don't know with the firing of the other guy, and then this thing. You know, as it kind of drags on, it, it just it just. They, I think the league took so much heat from it that they're gonna they're gonna do something here.
6: Well, just I mean, it, the powers that be should have been should have been. Um, they're gonna have to be fined or do something. I mean, you know, they gotta have some type of you know punishment for for allowing this guy to come up with. Like, There's no way that when you saw him say it was back spasms, there was nothing. His cognitive, um, you know, was it cognitive relay? I think that's what they call it. Yep, it was off. You could tell it was off. He was punch drunk. Yeah, he was. Period.
5: I'm I'm surprised that Tia jumped to to Tia. Tua jumped to the forefront and basically defended the team. And then, oh yeah, it was my back. You know, most players wouldn't have done that. They'd have kept silent about this. Mm -hmm. Now that they're gonna get Tua under the microscope, the league office. Will he slip and say the wrong thing? You know how you say you put you under the mic, so you pressure, you, you buckle under pressure. Would he slip and say the wrong thing? Nope.
4: I don't know. Nope. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, don't, I just wonder, I, I don't know. It's a great question. Like, I don't, is he under oath? Can he sort of fudge a little bit? I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think, I think the Dolphins should be a little concerned. You know, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, with that, we'll keep you posted for sure. What do you mean concerned?
6: They know they messed up. Well, Dolphins concerned they up.
4: that they're – you know, how this plays out and what, what the league uncovers, I guess. Could you?
6: I mean, uh, the the Miami Dolphins messed up. The doctors, independent doctors messed up. Yep. And the NFL messed up. Yes. The NFL could have at any point just said, no, this guy should not be playing. You know what I'm saying? They could I have agree. said that on Monday or Tuesday, yeah. even Wednesday, even on Thursday morning, he should not play. I agree. I agree. Could it,
5: could it get to a point – if if all of this blows up in the face of of the, the Miami Dolphins front office, could we be talking about losing draft picks? Fine, yes, all Absolutely. this stuff? which yeah. they already
4: have for all the the Brian Flores
5: yep, stuff. Yep, that's right.
4: Yep. Yep. They're definitely gonna lose draft picks. Yeah. They
6: have to lose draft picks. There has to be some type of punishment for allowing this guy to get back on you. I mean, even if he was saying yes, it's cool, they've sure. got to protect players from the stuff because players players understand that what the NFL stands are not for long.
9: Yeah, so yeah.
6: anytime you allow somebody to come in and 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 play better, man, you, mean you can get you know so you can get your position taken from. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You've been saying it for the mm-hmm. longest that you know his backup was ready to come in and play and probably play better than him.
5: Yeah, yeah. So of
6: course, you know what I'm saying. Of course, he's not going to want to go. We call it Wally Pipp. You don't want that to happen to you.
4: No, yeah. no.
6: And that's what that's what happens a lot of the time. Mm. Look at what happened to to you know. How Brady got in leave.
4: We'll look at Tyrod Taylor, and then Herbert takes over and 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 never looked back.
6: Exactly right. Yeah. Out. We're talking about a guy what? with a max contract, and Brady comes in as a six-round draft pick. Great point. And the rest is history <clears throat> after that. Yep.
5: And, and see, the, the thing is, is now Tua, Tua can't go after the team because he came out and defended the team. See, whereas Tyrod Taylor, he didn't say anything. Hey, man, what do you mean? I got a punctured lung. That's a little different. Tua mm-hmm. came out. So, oh yeah, my back locked up. Well, you yeah. can't go after the team down the road. You know what? I can make some money off this.
4: Not too late.
5: Yeah. You already defended them. Good point. Very good point. I don't know. All
4: right. So we brought it up earlier. The New York Post is reporting that Tom Brady and Giselle have hired uh, divorce lawyers. So, you know, we have know there's a lot of weird stuff going on there. Um you know that th- when Brady took what was it, eleven days away during camp? Yeah. Uh, we had heard that Wednesdays he was, you, you know, not going to be around, and you know that's not like him because he he was the first and last kind of guy all the time mm-hmm. in the building. Yep. So you kind <clears> of <throat> knew something was up. Um, you know, and again, I don't I don't like to dive too much into this because the only two people who really know what's going on are those two, but again, I'm just telling you what the New York Post is reporting, and yeah, I, I hate I, I don't like seeing that for anybody. No question.
6: But he just out and out just go out and buys a hundred thousand, hundred million dollar boat. You know what I'm saying?
7: Hundred
5: million I mean, a, dollar not 100 boat. Million,
6: not hundred million, dollars, like a thirty million dollar boat or something like that. I mean, just 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 buys a yacht.
7: Hmm.
6: He buys Jeez. a yacht. Yeah, some, I forget how much the yacht was, but he buys a yacht. Just like you know, out of the blue, and says he's gonna stay on the yacht now. I wish I could you, just go say I'm gonna stay on the yacht.
5: You you know when you think about the money those two have individually. You would think this would be a quick divorce because if it's, if this it is the still case. might be, you know, I'm just saying because she doesn't need his money, he doesn't need her money. You know, it's the kids involved. You know, yeah. Now, will Brady have to pay child support? Now, that's going to be interesting. Considering, you know, if the reports are true that the wife has more than the husband, will he still have to pay child support? Stuff like that. How nasty and contentious could this be? That's what is going to be interesting to see. Will it be amicable? Will it be just a peaceful well, part of the ways?
6: And plus, he got future income, which because he has a, a 300 something million contract on go. the table right now. $370, right? Yeah. With $370
4: Fox. million
6: dollar
5: contract
4: yeah, right now. The number one uh, color analyst.
5: Jeez. Yep. Contract yep. just sitting on the table. Yep.
4: Yeah, it must be nice. Uh, only thing I got. <laughs> only
5: thing I got sitting on my table is a loaf of bread down there yeah. right now. Xander, yeah.
4: let's go. Step up, Xander. Let's go. Let's uh, go. Xander holding
5: right. out on us, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to have a mutiny. I think we need to have a mutiny. Day 37, sports take in hiatus. Story right. coming up <laughs> at 11.
4: It's, it's, it's day 118, actually, <laughs> for those who are scoring at home. And those of those you who are. Those of you scoring at home, and those of you of you who are not, this is our 118th. Savant, uh, he's Savant, man. No, 108, 118 days. kept track of it. Um, <laughs> all right. So you know what? he has a he has a he has a rope at
5: bear. He has a rope and it's full of dry Cheerios, and he just keeps sliding the days over. Water. <laughs> Come on. What is that called?
4: What is that called? What's, what's that called? Not, uh, not an abacus. Not a, what do you call an it? Abacus. About?
5: Yeah, something what like what that. you call that
4: thing. Um. Oh God. It's, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know. I don't know. But I got you. Somebody will come up with it. Um, all right. So we do uh, – we haven't hit, hit any rankings yet. Let's do our AFC power rankings because here's why Ooh. the AFC is fascinating. We looked at it before the season. We said clearly the dominant conference. Not even close. Um, they're just going to overpower. I got to tell you, I get past the first two. I, I think it's really up in the air now in the AFC.
5: It is. There's eight teams that are two and two. drop. I, I, I sat there – jockeying positions after the first two like five times i got scribbles all over i just <laughs> right. like, what do you do with yeah. this miss same me?
6: you bring this uh, guy bring over here then you bring this up then, you know but then he's coming well, here yeah. and then we know well, there but this
5: but then they, they only beat <laughs> yeah. these two teams but <laughs> right. they lost to these two teams and, and although this team beat this team is that team really stronger than this team yeah yeah, it, and you're and sort everybody's doing two.
4: When well, you're trying to look yeah. ahead, like yeah. this team will get it straightened out versus they've looked not great so far. Uh, you, you, yeah. know, you, you do yeah. all those kind of machinations when you're talking about this. But, and this team is 3-1, but they just lost their quarterback.
5: Exactly. You
6: yes.
4: Yeah, yeah, Tua, a great example. So I, I went I – went, I still put the Bengals at five, and I, there's patterns I don't like, but it looks like they're slowly but surely starting to kind of get it together a little bit. So I have them at five. You wait, who's, wait, who's your five? Bengals. Cincinnati. Oh, Bengals at five. Okay. Uh, I have the Chargers at four. That's based off of uh, Herbert looking a little bit okay, better right. physically. Uh, the kid who's playing for Slater is doing an okay job. Yeah. Yep. Um, and And, you know, there's a couple of the injuries they're starting to, to come, you know, back from. So I have them at four. <laughs> I have the Dolphins at three, which is an iffy three for me. Because I don't know what Tua's future is, uh, short term or long term. You know, I know Derek likes Bridgewater. I'm not as confident in Bridgewater, but you know, we'll see. Uh, beyond that, but nonetheless, it's a talented team.
7: Yeah.
4: Um, uh, and I put the Bills at two, and I put the Chiefs at one. I feel really good with one two, and yeah. everything else. Yeah. I just it's kind of like uh, yeah, throw a dart. Well,
6: you know what? I, I'm my order is I, I just like you. I have the Bengals at five. They're at five. But then I flip flop your uh three and four. Okay. I have the Chargers at four. And uh I put the uh, I mean I mean, I have, the, I have the um
4: Dolphins at four. No, I have the I'm not,
6: yeah, the Dolphins at four. Okay. And the Chargers, because they're gonna get healthy, they're gonna be back, and I put them at three. Okay. okay. And then um then, you know, I flip flops the Chiefs and the Buffalo and the Bills. I got the Buffalo two, and then
4: I have the, um, the chiefs at one. Okay. Mm. Buffalo two chiefs at one. Yeah. That's yeah. Buffalo two chiefs one. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. I look, I think it's, you know, well, Derek, give yours and I'll give you the teams that you can maybe make an <laughs> argument for that we left out, but who, who do you have?
5: Well, I have, the, I have the chargers at five. I mean, they, they lost to Kansas city and Jacksonville. They beat the Raiders in Houston, eh? so they beat a couple of bum teams. So, yeah. I, and, and, and I'll go with what Barrett said. I'm waiting for them to get healthy to see what they're really capable of. of, of. I have Miami at number four. Um, four, okay. Miami's at four because I still need to see. As much as I've been screaming for two, I need to see it in action now. Now it's his team, so now I need to see that in action. I have Cincinnati at three. Cincinnati has too much talent on this team. To be lingering the way they are, even at two and two, my problem with Cincinnati is: Will the real Bengals show up? Or are we going to be riding this roller coaster all season with this team? Yeah. Um. A Buffalo's at two. Kansas City's at one. Here's here's teams that I wanted to put on there, but I couldn't. I wanted to put Baltimore on there, but they lost to the Dolphins and the Bills. They beat the Jets and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I thought about putting Cleveland on there, but they lost to the Jets and the Falcons. Yep. They, you know. So I you know it's you know it's funny we started the season out we knew, we thought we knew the clear cut favorites in the AFC. We but thought it, so, yeah. Yeah, eight teams now at two and two. Yeah. Outside of Kansas City and Buffalo, I don't know who's who.
4: I mean the the only one I could maybe justify is the Ravens, but I don't like their defense. I don't either. Yep. yep. No. They've had you know. two
5: collapses against two strong teams in yeah. the AFC East. And when will we ever said
4: talked about a Ravens defense? Again, exactly. good.
5: Exactly. And I
4: wonder like what's going on with, with Harbaugh and his players, man. Like, yeah. We saw Harbaugh, yeah. who's he getting his jaw jacking with uh they Marcus showed, Peters. Marcus Peters. Peters. Yeah. 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 But there, there's there's lose. discord there with the with the, with that Yeah. Coin. When you when well, you're losing, it brings about
6: dissension. Yeah, you're never lie. But when you look at a team like the Titans, the t- Titans and the Colts just look busted. You know, oh, I have high hopes yeah. for both of those teams.
4: But the Titans jump up and win a game. You don't expect them to yeah. win. Well, the, the Colts, man, I just uh, I yeah, don't know. And and Jonathan Taylor may not play Thursday with an ankle.
6: Well, and then oh, they brought, no, you know, then they brought back. Um, you know, the, this Leonard comes back and he's hurt again. Yeah, he said he can't stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know, I know. I to sign that big contract too.
4: Yeah. So that that's the AFC, and, and it it's not what I thought it was going to be four weeks ago, man. Right. I thought we we'd be having a hard time only doing five. Like right, we want to do 10 um, when it comes to the AFC,
6: so yeah, that's crazy. You no, know? so I go Bengals, Chargers, Dolphins, uh, Chiefs, and Buffalo.
5: Okay,
4: mine's the Wait, same. You have Just Buffalo
5: flip- and, and number one, Bear. Oh. Yeah, I got
4: Buffalo number one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. that's what I did the same. I Chief's have the same except two. you flip Buffalo and uh, Kansas City. I have Kansas yep. City one, yep. and Buffalo I
5: have before. Kansas City one.
4: <laughs> okay, uh, running backs, mm-hmm. I think this is interesting. Because you have, like, comeback stories. You have guys who we didn't expect. Like, if you're ranking your top five, I don't know how Saquon Barkley is at number one on any list with what he's been able to do so far. I mean, two things that you see with the Giants. One, Barkley's been awesome. Two, their defense is way better than we thought it was going to be. Um, does it keep up? I don't think it does, ultimately. But so far, they've, they've done a nice job. But, you know, Miles Sanders is uh, third in rushing. Yeah. He is. yeah. Yep. So – uh you know playing for a contract the guys In he's got to be in this conversation well you know you know and Cordero
6: Patterson who's number four in rushing he's out right now it's a shame he got yeah, hurt. He is. yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. um I, I still don't, don't look at him as a true running back even though he is he's a wide yeah. receiver converted I think he's a better running back than he was receiver but yet yeah, they figured it out
4: with him he's still wearing like number 84 or something like that I know <laughs> I it's just, a, it's was, like, what was it, Ty Montgomery used to wear 88 and he was, yes. he was a running back with the uh,
6: yes. Packers? Yes. Packers, yeah. And, man, a running back when he went to the Saints. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah. So, uh, so uh, you know, there, there's the order right there. I mean, what's your order? Um, Saquon's number one. You got to go Saquon number one. Um, Nick Chubb, number two. Um, I'll put Jonathan Taylor, number three. I'll put Miles Sanders, number four hmm and um this, see this is tough because now you know how can you just have, why do, how do you have a list without derrick henry but the team is just so terrible mm-hmm. and then why is dalvin clooks so far you know mm-hmm. down low and christian mccaffrey so down low so when you look at it you gotta you gotta go with a guy that's running well and in, in aaron jones um in in, in green bay
4: mm-hmm.
6: so i mean that'll be my five
4: okay how about you, Derek?
5: Um, I went Sanders five, Derrick Henry four, Chubb three, Saquon two, and I still put Jonathan Taylor at the top of that list, even though he's nicked up. In terms of just overall ability and versatility, that's how I rank my backs, um, in terms of just ability and versatility. Derrick Henry seemed to got the Sherman take legs back under him last week. I don't know how long it's going to hold up. You know, if they're going to run him 400 times again this season, he won't be there to finish what he starts. Right. But in terms of just a big human being to be able to run as fast as this man runs. It just, it's just one of those freak of natures. He is still a power back when his game is on. So I go Sanders, Henry Chubb, Nick Chubbs. He can run on my team all day. Mm -hmm. Saquon's running the football like that rookie, uh, the guy who won offensive rookie of the year. And Jonathan Taylor to me is still, I think the most, most elite versatile back in the game right now.
4: Look, and I'll, I'll admit like, my my list is is more this year, less sort of projection of what it may be. But well, that's my that's my
6: my list is the way it is. Also, yeah, because I'm going I, just by this year and how they've impacted this season.
4: This yeah. season right here. I went Aaron Jones. I went Miles Sanders. I went Jonathan Taylor. I went Nick Chubb, and I went Saquon. Mm. Same so. as mine. no good Same argument.
5: That's pretty good argument.
4: Yeah, I just think that you look at, and I'm projecting too that Sanders is going to keep getting his, and he's going to be right, obviously motivated. Right. The thing is, can he stay healthy? Uh, he, can't
5: give, he can't. He's not a 25, 27. No, Carry Bay can't be doing that.
4: Like so these he, other guys, you know, are going to get probably more touches than him if right, they stay healthy. Right. Uh, but Taylor's already banged up. Um, well, yeah.
6: you know, but then when you look at you look at the, that same list, we're talking about a defense that was number one against the rush, and he had 130 yards over. What are we against, 134. Yep. when he gets on one of these, goes against one of these teams that they don't stop the rush. Good point. Right.
5: Right. You know, what he, saying? he was going yards. against the besting
6: rush team. Now he's gonna ask somebody, you know, have an offense, um, a defense that doesn't well, I mean, play well against the run. He can that offensive line could block him into a two hundred yard game easy.
4: Yeah. yeah.
6: No, no I, I think a
4: lot of it, you know, also depends on the Eagles staying true to feeding him. You know, and and getting his his touches against some of these said teams.
6: Well, one thing you know that that Coach Steichen has said is going to be customized to what is going well at that time. Mm-hmm. So if the running game isn't going well and they can pass the ball, I truly believe they're going to pass and just you know not even bump their head against the wall and try to run it. they they're they're the days of trying to do things just because. You want to do things. I think it's over for this this Eagles team. Mm. They're gonna do things that you know is the easy way that they can win now, mm-hmm. more so than just. All right, I want to just stick to this routine, right? They don't have a routine. Yeah, you know what I
4: mean. Yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're you're basically you're you're scheming around whatever the other team is, to, either leading into the week or as the game goes on, because that's, not, it, that's looking, what it is as the
6: game goes on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's working, they're gonna to continue to do what's working.
4: Yeah. And and you're not limited to have to try to force feed something. That's the great part of this thing. Yep. Um, all right. So let's get a quickie here. We'll come back. We'll do a little open talk. We'll talk a little bit more about the Ben Simmons situation. Recap the Eagles, some Phillies uh, on this date, birthdays, movies, all that good stuff is in store. Don't go anywhere. Derek Barrett, Rob Sports Take on this Tuesday. Be right back.
8: Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in
9: Delaware with Colony Pools this football season, and let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit
10: flywithcolony.com. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com.
4: What's up, everybody? We are hanging out with you on this Tuesday. We are Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Barrett, Derek, Rob—the three amigos. Three hours of power. We had uh, a little bit earlier Tom McCarthy on, who was uh, who called the game last night as the Phillies clinched their first postseason berth since 2011. Mike Sielski, columnist from the Inquirer, a little bit earlier. If you missed any of that, you go to JacobSports.com. Good old, just go also just go to the uh, Jacob Sports YouTube Network and catch the show in its entirety, all the interviews in their entirety as well. You don't want to miss any of that. All right. So we mentioned the Sixers played last night, guys uh, played the nets in Brooklyn. Simmons got a lot of the hype, but Tyrese Maxey, 20 points, six of eight shooting scored the game's first 10 points. He looks poised to be a superstar. Yep.
6: And yes, indeed. You know, he's,
4: he's on a team with Joel Embiid and James Harden. And I get that, you know, who are going to get a lot of the, the hype, but I'm telling you the growth just continues with this guy, and he's got the the best attitude that you could possibly have. He is locked and loaded, man, ready to rock and roll. He, he this could be a huge year for him.
5: All you hear about is this kid working out, working out all summer, working out, working out. You talk about a guy, a young man, has a love for the game and a commitment to get better and better. You're right. I think he could be an all star this year. You know, yep. to be quite mm. honest with you. Yep. You know, and that's saying a lot when you look at the quality of guards in the NBA this year. You know, well, in the NBA period but I think this young man has the capability of being a, a player that's talked about coast to coast for many years to come. If he keeps going in the direction he's going
4: in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that you could just tell, like I was a couple times watching this or watching last night uh, because Harden didn't play and B didn't play. You know, they, they had a bunch of guys who, who sat last night, but anytime Maxi comes out, Harden's the first one. They're doing their hand. They get these crazy handshakes and all the other stuff that they do. But, like, you could tell these guys love this dude. Like, he is the little brother that isn't the annoying one. Like, he's the one they all all dig and let hang around with them. You know what I mean? That's who he is. They they, they see it. They know how good he is, and they know how much he works and how selfless he is.
6: Well, and it works out perfectly because we saw Tobias Harris take his level of of, of gamesmanship to another level in the playoffs. Defensively, not offensive, but more defensively. He uh, he took it to a lot. I, I was surprised he was able to go out there and guard. You know the numbers players that he, you know he had to guard. Who had he had to you know at least be in the way. And he improved as a defender. Now we have PJ Tucker. You know, great defender off the ball. You know he can he can guard the two, the three, and the four. Um, De'Anthony Melton is, 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 is somebody you know that I could see coming in and hitting a shot from the outside when we needed. Ding up uh, the one and the two when we need it, which puts Tyrese Maxi in a in a position where he's you know he could just be that score that we need. Point. You know what I'm saying? We have a score now. Um, you heard what, what, what Doc said to James Harden. All right, you know we know you're a facilitator, but man, I'm telling you this. You know, for for us to be good, you're gonna have to become a shooter also. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to be able to go out there and not just deal it, oh. but you gotta peel it too. You know what I'm saying? This let's go. You gotta make it happen, man. You right. gotta make it happen. Yeah. And we already know, you know, the big fella's gonna get his.
4: Yes, you know, they're gonna make sure he gets his. There's no question about that. Yeah, there, there is no doubt. But he, he looked great. Uh, and again, you know, all the, all the focus is gonna be on Ben. But it, it was really Tyrese Maxi. He comes out of the shoot with the first ten points of the game. That's just who he is. And, and even the, like the, I, I watched the game on NBA TV last night, and it was the, uh, the Nets announcers, and they were like blown away by Maxi. Like it, it was, it was not just you know the usual hometown stuff. It was. It was pretty interesting to, to, to take a listen to that. That's for sure. Mm. Um, speaking of the NBA, so NBA GMs, they have voted, and they think the, the Bucks are the favorite to win the NBA championship. This upcoming year, they have Luka Doncic as the uh, 2023 MVP. So it's Milwaukee gets 43% of the vote. The other teams receiving votes, the Warriors, the Clippers, and the Celtics. Um, that's followed by the uh, – so in the East – it goes Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Brooklyn, Miami, Cleveland. That's the I, I was, how, how the Celtics still in it.
5: They just signed Blake Griffin to a one-year contract.
4: That, yeah, the coach thing is so big for me. That
5: like, thing is huge, dude. I, you know, I want that has to affect the, the chemistry on that team yes. to a certain degree. Yeah, yes, but you know, I will say this also: if if something like that was going to happen. This is the best time for it to happen, in terms of making adjustments. You don't want something like that, an embarrassing powder keg like that, to blow up in the middle of the season. Or let's say it happened in like April, when you're right there, neck and the neck, battling for the division or jockeying for playoff seating. You, you know, now, now you have you're clearing you're clearing house, you clear the air, you're just focusing on training camp, getting better. Now you add a body like a Blake Griffin, who I think is not the Blake Griffin of old, but he's still can help you in a lot of ways, you know, and you move forward, you know, you, you know, obviously those guys love playing for him. He's not there now. This is who you're playing for. We got this close to getting to the championship. Mm-hmm. Now we got to focus to rectify the wrongs that we, that we didn't do last year. Right. Yeah. I just, I just don't see, I mean, you know, yeah, Derek,
6: Derek white, he, he did, you know, step it up last year for him. You know what I'm saying? And they, when I've got um Brogdon, but yeah,
5: yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, yeah.
6: I just don't see, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, we have people that can defend Jalen Brown now, can defend Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see how we're not in front of them right, well, right now. Well, because
5: there are other teams that can defend Jalen He still gets his. He's one of those players. You know, think about the players you think you could D up. They still find a way to get theirs. You look at the box score at night, you say, how the world did he get 27 points? Bro, how they still got Al Horford. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a rejuvenated Al Horford. He was rejuvenated for the playoffs. That was it. Yeah, I know. But he helped them get there. Remember yeah. when they were 25 and 25 and they were left for dead, Al Horford, and this was back in January, Al Horford is one of those players that stepped up and helped he them did, get up to dude. go on that tear. He played great.
4: He did, great. Too.
5: He
6: he did played, man. He
4: He's just like, meant to be there. like he, yeah. he, he doesn't work as well, certainly not here, but it doesn't work as well anywhere else. He's just meant to be in Boston. You, you know, know kind is. of like Nick
6: Foles, man, and yeah, yeah, yeah you know, certain
4: guys are like you're right, back Great, great, uh, comp. But yeah, there's there's a lot of guys that are just kind of like that. They're just destined for that, for that one team. But yeah, so uh, Ben Simmons back after 407 days off playing last night. We'll see how it shakes out for uh, for Brooklyn as we go forward here. Um, all right, so uh, a couple other little odds and ends, and we will uh, we'll dip into the birthdays and, and you know and all that good stuff uh, in a little bit. So. The Steelers are going to stick with Kenny Pickett. You, you, yeah. you, you made that move the other day. You got to stay with it, right? You got to stay with it.
6: After yeah. four, after, I mean, after four games, I thought – I mean, they're going into the fifth game. I thought it was at least going to be like week seven, yeah, eight. But, yeah, they're going to fourth at the fifth game. Well, he, You know, he didn't help himself. No. You nope. know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Nope. He turned out to be exactly what he was. Trubisky turned out to be Trubisky.
4: Yeah and and he and Pickett showed you why they were hoping that they didn't have to do this this year. Like yep. let him just redshirt. Yeah cuz
6: he's not ready yet.
4: No. Mike, Definitely
5: not ready. Mike Tomlin is a prideful, competitive man. When you make a move like this, you're almost conceding the fact that you may have your first losing season as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Because that kid's got a blossom. He's got what do he have three picks in the second half yeah. Sunday? I believe it was three he Ran picks. a couple in, but yeah. Ran you're a right. couple. He's no, gonna no, make his he... mistakes. Yeah. I don't know if he can elevate your team to the point where they can they can win. Right, but Mike Tomlin, I think they in the organization has realized: look, we may have to take a step back, but get this kid ready for next year. If we want him to be our Big Ben of the future, might as well just do it now. Big Ben with the little hands.
4: Yeah, yeah. three interceptions, yeah. Derek. Uh, two rushing touchdowns, but he ended up going ten for thirteen. Yep. 120 yards. Oh, 20. Yeah. Okay, okay. And, and, and a not great a a 28.3 QBR. Okay. He rushed 6 times for 15 yards, which is you know not a good average and two touchdowns. So but they have they have issues on the other side of the ball too. Pittsburgh have oh, yeah. problems. Oh, yeah, you know? and we're, and we're, we're not accustomed to seeing. Right. Uh, that's for sure. Um all right. So uh, let's dig into a little on this day. On this day, 1985. It doesn't get talked about. I don't think in the in the Schwarzenegger movies enough. Commando, yes, oh yeah. Commando was strong, man. It was man. I like that movie. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not you predators. Know? I know.
5: No, it's no, good though. It's good. It was a good. It was an entertaining movie for its era, you know. And if it came back on, I would probably watch bits and pieces of it just to try to recall some of the things I saw in it initially, you know. And then you get to the stage, you know, when when you start talking about movies from the 70s and 80s when i've watched movies in recent years i'm not just watching a movie but i'm looking for certain actors or actresses who were unknown back then yes. that, i didn't know she was in or he was in a man
4: yeah I had no idea i do that too well the little kid in it in the very first scene is Alyssa milano she well, see, plays his daughter i had no idea in the yeah i think it's the very first scene that we see yeah wow yeah it's it but it was uh that was like his sweet spot like the mid-80s is where he really kind of had everything going right and and commando and all this other stuff so wow Um, it was Alyssa milano yes watch the opening scene i think she gets kidnapped right is not that what triggers everything
6: rest she gets kidnapped and he he has to go get her yes that's why i remember He, he reaches down to go in the plane and then bam yeah. yeah. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wanted to try that with my brother so bad, man. I just, <laughs> sit down on the couch. Hey man, look at this yeah. down here?
4: <laughs> well, they always knew how to do in the movies, they always had to knock a guy out perfectly where he's not dead, but he's just he's he's gone enough where you can go do your thing. Oh yeah, you know, whether oh, it's yeah. with a gun or like a rifle or or a, you know the butt yep, of a revolver. I've yep. oh,
6: got it's a long flight. I've got
4: 12 yeah, hours before he wakes back up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so all right so that was uh 1985 birthdays not bad really uh liv schreiber who i think is an au- is awesome in everything he's in uh, i agree is, yeah and a great narrator he does all the um uh, all the a- a- hbo stuff like their their documentaries yeah he does uh hard knocks he does he voices all that stuff over he's really good Love uh him so, and ray donovan
5: oh I thought he, my favorite movie that he's been in is The Manchurian Candidate. He's very good that. at that. Yeah.
4: He's a young actor in the um, – who's the boxer hurricane that, uh, that got wrong from Hurricane Carter. Re- he's a, He yeah. is a very young actor in that movie too. Who's this really again?
5: Uh, Liv Shriver. Liv Shriver, yeah. Oh, yeah. He- yeah, he's good in that. The like, Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take your word
4: for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Susan Sarandon, uh, who's been in a ton of stuff, is 76 years oh, old. Wow. Uh, yeah. She was so a, Louise. Dorm, a million other things. Um, she was, uh, I don't think they ever got married, but has kids with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tim Robbins. Right. Yeah. Right. They met, I think, on the set of Bull Dorm. So, She's an
5: Academy she, I didn't know she won an Academy Award also.
4: That's right. She did yeah, win one. She, yeah, did. she did. Sure did. Uh, do, 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 do. Alicia Silverstone is forty-six yep. years old. Clueless fame. Uh, you know, went on a pretty good run there. I guess whether it was the nineties or the early two so thousands. Yeah, she, she was. Uh,
5: she was Batgirl in the ninety-seven edition of Batman and Robin. She was Batgirl.
4: Oh yeah, yeah man. that's a good call. Yeah, Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Wrong, that's last costume well. doesn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook, forty-three, uh, pretty good actress and a lot of stuff too. Um, Dakota Johnson, who yeah. was uh, thirty-three, she was uh, she's Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's daughter. Yep. She was in Fifty Shades of Grey and some other stuff. No comments. All right, everybody people... went quiet. Look at people went quiet. I was quick. waiting for anything on that one, man. That was that was quiet. Yeah. Uh, Derek Rose of the uh, God, is he with the Knicks now? Yeah, the Knicks now. 34 years old. Did bro, you know he was, a, he was a great man, great, he was. great player, a lot of man. injuries? Did you le- know man, he, he had was...
6: leaps, man. He had hops for him. Yeah,
5: you know, he was the youngest player ever to win the NBA, uh, NBA MVP.
6: No, I didn't know 22
5: that. years old. man, bro, yeah. he, he, That's he how good le- he was.
6: He had, I mean, bunnies, man. He was one of the he, He's a bunny. I love I love the way he just, just dunked on me anybody. You know, oh, he was he goodness. was he was uh he, you know, he he was a guy that man at the point guard position, you know, yes. almost like um uh, what's his name? Morant. Or...
4: John ja Morant. Yeah. John ja Morant. Yeah. 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 He was Morant before Morant was cool. You know, I, I you agree. Mean? I agree. He was amazing. I, the fact that he's still hanging around, I give him credit. Like he's yeah. he's still an effective player. He's not what he was, but still, you know, right. Effective. Uh, Charlton Heston, the, the, the old actor. Uh, yeah. yeah. B- born in 23. God, he's now he would be 99 years old. Uh, no longer with us. You... Uh, he's a guy. He was an NRA guy. I think too. Charlton. Yeah. Heston. Uh, Rutherford B. Hayes. Hold up, wow.
5: hold up. You can't just mention Charlton Hester's name and bypass one of the greatest actors in the history. He was, of, he was of cinematography. He I was mean, Ben, he was Ben Hur, wasn't he? Ben-Hur. Well, how can you forget him in the Ten Commandments? Yeah, yeah that's that was right. his, that's probably his biggest, but both of those movies sir. Did yeah. you know that? Uh, you were talking about Son earlier, um. You know do you know the scene so you both saw ten commandments huh? I'm sure yes. yeah okay absolutely. so the scene where they're not Moses... that much of heathens man Come yeah on. Man. He's He's on,
4: every year at Easter I, I uh... don't know about
5: I don't know about Rob but I know <laughs> I know that dude right
4: there. <laughs> I
5: know they <laughs> do right there boy that's why I got that's why I got bail money stashed away. Oh my God. <laughs> Did, Did you know that the scene where they put little uh, baby Moses in the basket um, yeah. and put him down and out that that was his three month old son i do it. Also, this I didn't know this one. I watched the movie a hundred times. Okay. Um, when it came to Ben Hur, Marlon Brando, Burt Lancaster, Rock Hudson all turned the role down. That's how he got that role. No kidding. Wow. I love and then, those stories, man.
4: The, and people, the guy who ends up getting it or girl who ends up getting it and then they and then it crushes. I love that. And then he wins an Academy Award for it.
5: Yeah, that's awesome.
4: But that's you think awesome. about
5: somebody what, what's your, I mean, look at some of his other movies. The greatest show on earth. Yep, the Omega Man, mm-hmm. Soylent Green, and yep. he had the cameo role in Any Given Sunday with, with um oh, with geez. the uh, what's her name when he said in the press box he was a commissioner, and he oh. turns after he talks to um, you don't remember that scene?
4: No, I he's I, a commissioner. I, God, he and, must have been old.
5: Yeah, what's what's the what's the girl's name? Uh, who played the owner of the, of the the Miami team? Oh, oh my goodness. But, oh, but he has a meeting with her in the press box. He says, uh, we want Cameron to see you something? in New York. The Cameron, Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And remember, he says, we need to see you in New York. Can you come to New York this week? And then as he turns the walk away, he says, I believe she'd eat her own
4: young. Yes. Yeah. You know that <laughs> yep, That's a yep, great call. Yep, yep. It is. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Derek. I forgot he was. I mean, what a cast. Pacino. Cameron Diaz. uh Fox. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, Matthew Bodine. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a strong cast. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lawrence Taylor, LT, right, right, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Rick, Rick, Ricky Waters, yeah, that's right. Ricky Waters. Yep. Oh, T O was in it. Yeah, T O, T. o. was in it. T O, T. o. was in o. it.
7: Came
5: in yeah.
4: Uh we mentioned earlier Russell Simmons. Uh he is sixty-five today. Yep. Didn't, didn't think we'd have two Russell Simmons references in one show, but we do. <laughs> Robert Patrick, who's a really good actor, maybe not like super well-known name-wise, but if you saw him and stuff, you'd recognize him. He's sixty-four. He's good in everything he does. Uh, right, right. Um, that's all I got. Birthdays, you got some good ones, Derek. What do you got? Little Mama. Oh, little, little mama. mama. Little Mama's little mama. birthday today. And then about about rich,
5: who? rich homie Kwan.
4: Rich yeah, homie Quan. That's, great. that's yep. right.
6: That's right. Now what you say?
5: <laughs> uh, what about uh, Buster Keaton? One oh, of the yeah. greatest silent film actors ever. Yeah. 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 He died back in 1966. And the other one I have here is. Uh, Oh my goodness, uh Chris Christopher Waltz. Oh, yeah, he's really yeah. good.
7: Yeah.
5: Did you know I didn't even know this? Um, he won he won an Academy Award. He was in, in Glorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards. Yep. He yep. was also um um in Django Unchained. I remember that remember that one. He one of those I think he won the Academy Award for um yeah best supporting actor in uh, Django Unchained.
4: Yeah, Tarantino yeah. loves using him. He's oh excellent. yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. He
5: plays a way well, He's from he's from Austria or Germany somewhere. What, yeah, he so is. he played those roles to the hill. Yeah. No, yeah, he did. Yeah. So. Very, very
4: good. Very that's, all good. Got. that's All I got, Robbie. All right. Uh, uh, movies. Uh, Joker, came out in 2019. The Joker. Right. Yep. That was a great okay. movie. Very, oh my great, great movie. Uh, Red Dragon. Oh wow, good, another. You know. What oh they, yeah,
5: that's another good one. Yep.
4: 2002. I can't believe it was 2002, man. So, uh, yeah. The, that's all I got movie wise. Uh, that's it. Was yeah, there, I was looking. Some of the other ones are really kind of sketchy, uh, fr- from a movie standpoint, but not bad. Mm. Um, all right. So, the, to recap everything that went down today, uh, the Phillies get their first, first postseason birth since 2011. It's been a long time. Where were you guys in 2011?
5: I was here, I was here in the Philadelphia area. Yep, working, working for with Comcast, uh, Comcast
4: yeah. slash NBC Sports. Yep, how, how about you be 2011?
6: I was uh, I was with Cleveland and I, I, got I got released didn't. from Cleveland um a week week before that
4: okay I got oh, wow. a
6: week before that happened and then um I was actually the next day I was supposed to go to denver
4: mm.
6: and and go work out for him and it happened and then it's like you know i I couldn't even think about going anywhere you know what I'm saying I was like yo I'm not flying anywhere I'm not doing anything i just I'm I'd done. rather sit this year out and um I didn't have to sit it out but i, I started just you
4: know what I'm saying like yo this is crazy. Mm. Okay, mm. Uh, I was I was uh, I was the evening host at WIP Ellis in the evenings, and I was uh, I was also working at CBS three as a, nice. as a sports anchor. So, I, and I actually went to that that last series they played in St. Louis. I covered that series for WIP. I was there for games three and what? three and four. You were at uh, channel you were at channel three in two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. I, left, I knew I you were there, but I didn't think it was that. I year. left Comcast sports that in twenty ten. Okay, and I was doing both of those. Yeah. Uh, both of those gigs back then yeah so right. it was, it, i was in st louis There were some crazy games in st louis that 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 was the series that all culminated when the phillies came back here for game five ryan yep. howard blew it out as achilles and that's how it mm. all ended but yeah man up. i thought
6: i I'm, and i was i was i was actually no i wouldn't play i was not playing then uh i was um i was actually um working the nfl films okay I remember, I remember i had my st louis i had my st louis hat on and I was walking through the um walking through the you know through the halls and uh that's when he ran the first base and they were like, yeah. Oh, he blew his I'm like, Oh, no more than playing St. Louis, no more than playing St. Louis.
4: That was that he's going in the game, didn't
6: he? Yeah, yeah. and he's from yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, yep. and he's it. playing St. Louis. I'm like, Oh, you know, so yes, I, can, I feel kind of bad, man. I know. Mm-hmm.
4: I know. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. I want to thank Xander Krause, producer of the program. Thanks to all of you in the chat section. And of course, all of you streaming and listening and viewing the show. We're back tomorrow at the same time. Good work, fellas. For Derek, for Barrett, I'm Rob. Don't go anywhere. National Football Show with Dan Cilio is next.
3: The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement. But would you expect anything less from Philadelphia?
11: action news at 11 with rick williams it's the team you trust to bring it all together the stories that impact your community a sports roundup for the locals and the accuweather forecast you depend on action news at 11 with rick williams go to get your game on go for the beers go for the cheers go
2: for the hit and the hits go for the stakes and the stakes Go to get your parlay on, go to get your party on, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean, visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
12: Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we've always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why.
1: Presented by T Mobile